We got a bunch of major breaking stories. The first, Vice News is set to air an interview with the Portland killer, the Antifa killer. I don't know. There's, there's, I don't know who, whatever you want to call him. We'll give him a nickname or something. But the guy who who's accused of killing the Trump supporter in a, in a video from Vice News appears to be confessing to killing a Trump supporter, claiming self-defense and asserting that if he did nothing, they would murder one of his friends, a person of color. Right off the bat, I think it's not true, but we'll get into this. We'll talk about this because we got we, we actually have some inside information joining us tonight. Once again, we have at Lives Matter show, Drew Hernandez. How's it going, man? I am glad to be back. Yeah, Drew Drew is sticking around and it's and it's very convenient for us because of this breaking story. Drew has sources as well as, you know, having been on the ground covering a lot of this Antifa stuff and actually infiltrating, getting inside information. And I, I believe you've got some sources that are giving you some updates on what's going on. So we'll get to all that. We got another huge story. It appears an earlier story from the Gateway Pundit has been confirmed by Judicial Watch that Joe Biden was getting physical with Secret Service agents, significant others. The story was broken by Cassandra Fairbanks back in March, but no one really believed it. No, I mean, to be fair, Gateway Pundit, they, got a, they don't got a great history with some of their stories. And a lot of people, while they did suspect Joe Biden, you know, he's a grabby, grabby kind of guy. But this was very specific. Turns out Judicial Watch was able to confirm that records did exist, that some of these instances did happen. And they filed a Freedom of Information request. So, And then we've got a bunch of other stories we'll, we'll get to. So make sure you smash the like button and subscribe. Hit the like button. Uh, hit, hit the like button. Yes, I said that. And the notification bell. We do the show Monday through Friday live at 8 p.m. We just got to get into this breaking news right now, man. I'm not going to waste any time. Check this out from Vice. Man linked to killing at, at a Portland protest says he acted in self-defense. I could have sat there and watched them kill a friend of mine of color, but I wasn't going to do that. They say, ever since a member of the right-wing Patriot Prayer Group was shot and killed during a violent rally in downtown Portland, August 29th, the police investigation has reportedly focused on the 48-year-old Michael Forrest Reinel, an army veteran and father of two who has provided what he called security at Black Lives Matter protests. Reinel has not been arrested or charged, and Portland police declined to say if he is the target of its investigation into the killing of Aaron J. Danielson who was taking part in a pro-Trump rally with an estimated 600 trucks winding through the city that night. But in a conversation with freelance journalist Donovan Farley provided to Vice News and airing in full Thursday night, Reinhold said he believed he and a friend were about to be stabbed and that he acted in self-defense. Quote, you know, lots of lawyers suggest that I shouldn't even be saying anything, but I feel it's important that the world at least gets a little bit of what's really going on, Reinhold said. I had no choice. I mean, I had a choice. I could have sat there and watched them kill a friend of mine of color, but I wasn't going to do that. Then they link to this video. To me, right off the bat, having watched multiple videos, there's a couple of them. There's two, actually, just to be specific. I think he's full of it. But uh, do you know anybody who was witness to or Drew? Uh, have, uh, just just to re- recontextualize, Drew Hernandez at Lives Matter Show is an on-the-ground reporter who's covered a lot of the Antifa stuff, has a lot of sources. You've got some info. Just, yeah, just I'll, I'll kick it to you. Yeah, so uh, there are some sources uh, like this uh, Vice article is claiming that police, um, they're not commenting on the situation right now, um, which I think is pretty wise. But I want to point out um, about this is look how it's written, Tim. It starts off obviously with race, but it kind of like it starts off with like blaming the police for not coming out and telling the world this information right now. 
right? So it's like a mixture of race baiting, uh, taking a shot at the police as if they're withholding information from the public, um, which is this kind of stuff is what, you know, the police chief was actually kind of talking about in his press conferences a couple weeks ago um, in Portland. The Internet, things that get released on the Internet, I think it's uh, it's very it it does change public opinion like we talked about last night. Right. Stuff can be thrown on the Internet and a race war could start. Right. Right. Stuff like this is going to trigger people because no one knows if this is true. But I think it's disrespectful from Vice and it's irresponsible from Vice to not allow the police to even complete an investigation to come out and state something. Right. And, and, And we get it. Right. The media. They want a story. They're going to come out and say something, and you know they, they have the right to do that. But why 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 put it out and frame it in such a way where the police are the enemy? Well, they're, they're, they they definitely are sympathetic. So Andy No has has basically put together some tweets showing the author of this article has even stated their goal is to mainstream Antifa. So of course this yep. guy, the first thing he does, did he turn himself in? No, nope. no, he didn't. Did Kyle Rittenhouse? He did. Kyle Rittenhouse turned himself in. And I was literally there and watched it live in real time. So according to, so uh, for those, just to make sure I get the context for everybody who may not be familiar with what's going on, Kyle Rittenhouse is the kid who was attacked in Kenosha and ended up shooting three people. This guy, Reinhold, is the guy who's accused of targeting and shooting a Trump supporter. So he, he comes out and he says it was self-defense. They were going to stab somebody, but in the video, you can see it. it look, they're walking the other direction, aren't they? It, it appears so. But see, but this is. And that, that's the witness statement, too, that they were walking the direction. They turned around when they heard these guys, him and, and whoever else yelled, we got them right here. We got a couple right here. Pull it out here. Yeah. Bang, bang. Mm-hmm. But he says they were going to stab somebody. That's he, what he's he, claiming. No, he's he, claiming it's self-defense. He's doing, you know, essentially what Kyle had the right to do was claim self-defense. But there's zero photographic video evidence, no evidence for this guy to be making these claims. And, you know, but this is what the media does and they do it very well. You know, they set the narrative, they set the stage. So people have this in their minds and it doesn't matter what anybody says further down the line. Even if the investigation comes out, the public opinion has already been formed. The smartest thing this guy could have done was find a sympathetic journalist to reframe the narrative. Mm -hmm. Because now what comes next is he said it. And he's using the specter of right-wing racist violence so that he could murder someone. I mean, he's, he's so I'll, I'll tell you what, it is the smartest thing he could have done, but it still gives him great risk. Mm-hmm. And the reason I think it's the smartest thing he could have done is because when you watch the video, you can clearly see he's targeting him. There's two different videos. Only one shows what happened and it's grainy and hard to see. But you can tell the dude was not lunging at him, running towards him. In fact, the main defense that most people have uh, for this guy is that the other dude, Aaron Danielson, was drawing his can of mace. Mm-hmm. And so some people have stated they're both self-defense. And that makes sense. If they both saw each other, both got scared and both drew weapons, the guy with the gun won. Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, and that's what all of the left has been saying, he just kind of made a big mistake. Yeah. So let me clarify. It was very smart for him to try and get the press on his side because he can taint the jury pool. If this becomes a major, major national story, which it probably will, then he can he can taint potential potential jury pools, make you know, force mistrials. Exactly. Or- now remember, we're talking about in the context of this is Portland, so it's very easy 
for intimidation to take place at juries' houses. It's very right. easy to show up to the courthouse. It's very easy to show up anywhere these people are in town and intimidate them to do or you know vote basically or uh, on whatever they want because that that's just how Portland functions. Well, because right there's now. unchecked violence targeting people. Mm-hmm. They're going to residents' homes. Yeah. So when so, I see this. That that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing that this this like if when if a trial all unfolds and there's you know jurors that they're all going to be intimidated because this narrative has now been officially set. Yep. And that's what Portland is. If you go against whatever their narrative is, you're going to get your house burned down. This is the morality you're policing. Get doxed. This is this is the morality policing I've been I've been talking about. And my fear now is that look what look at the first thing he did was they were going to stab a person of color. Yep. And now you're going to get people saying, let him go. Mm-hmm. And they, of course they will. They're going to be like, oh, he's innocent. Oh, the far right. And they're going to use every article ever written as, as proof. They're going to say Charlottesville and say this guy was a hero. And they're going to say essentially what I said about Kyle Rittenhouse. So what I said about Rittenhouse was the only difference between him and some of these other people who were attacked is that he defended himself mm-hmm. or by you know, the guy in Portland is that he was armed. Mm-hmm. Other people have, have been beaten, mercilessly died, put in comas. That's what they're going to frame with him, and they know they have to do it. Mm-hmm. But the Kyle Rittenhouse story is very different. Very different. He turned himself in. Mm-hmm. He turned himself in, and now they're going through the legal motions. Mm-hmm. This guy ran to journalists and said, I want my message. Mm-hmm. I want my statement to be out there. So he did make some silly mistakes. First and foremost, all we have right here, we don't have the full interview. They're airing it later tonight. But he confessed. So listen, he can come out and say these things. And maybe he knew there's video evidence. He can't deny it. He can't deny it. It's him. He needed to control the narrative. It was his only option. So I guess it was smart. Mm -hmm. But the risk he brought to himself is that, well, if he's claiming self-defense, he's admitting he pulled the trigger. Mm -hmm. Now you look at the video and all you got to do is disprove the narrative about someone getting stabbed. Yeah. Or, or, you know, in in, nowhere was there any scuffle. or 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 his claim that he's basically acting like a heroic figure protecting a person of color yeah that's all that has to be disproved no one was lunging at anybody exactly there was no early scuffle there Mm -hmm. was no like hey watch out oh no it was we got him right here get Mm -hmm. him pull it out bang bang yep so we'll see we'll see when the police man portland is so corrupt i would not be surprised if because there are honest god-fearing men and women in the police department in portland right the ppb I would not be surprised if they actually get the real story because they're thorough with their investigations. I wouldn't be surprised if they find it, they do it, and they're not even allowed to really put it out. That wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't be surprised if they find out he's lying Mm -hmm. and then decide to not charge him because they don't want riots. Yep. So many many things can take place. Well, I think... Because of lawlessness. I think the, the, the likeliest scenario is that there will be protests for him. I mean, we'll see. Maybe you just gave him the idea, bro. No, look, they, these people protest anything yeah. and they ignore anything that they doesn't riot work. anything. Right, right, right. Yeah. Ex- um, you know, if, if there's a, a police captain retired who gets gunned down, they don't care mm-hmm. if something that, if there's something they can use. The strategy for many of these far left is very, very simple. They need to shock the hearts and minds of people in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. A cop getting killed goes in the wrong direction. It's sympathetic yeah. towards cops. So they ignore it. Yep. So when you get a story like David Dorn, they say, whoa, 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 don't do not do that one. That'll give sympathy to law enforcement and to you know people trying to stop the riots. Mm-hmm. Make the perpetrators the victims. Yeah. Make the extremists the victim and then draw sympathy for the extremists and criminals. Yep. 
I think one of the reasons that they almost exclusively riot for criminals is to make the criminal justice system the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And there's no real goal to getting rid of prisons or abolishing the police other than absolute chaos and destruction to which they think they can then climb atop the rubble. Mm-hmm. Then they'll be in charge. But let, me, let, me, let me ask you something. Exactly. Let's talk about, you, you want to talk about what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse? Let's go with it. Let's, we'll, so we'll contrast it to what happened in Portland. Yeah. So the simple thing we've seen in Portland is there's one clip. They, these guys are all walking down the street. There's a long live stream. They live stream. You can see this dude walking down the street for, for several minutes. He comes to the intersection. Then he yells. And there's a, there's a whole... Have you seen the long extended video analysis? Not the extended, not the extended. It's really weird. I got to take a look at there it. There are two vehicles that drive through the intersection and then stop right after the red light, hmm. right next to where the two Trump supporters are walking. And they just hmm. sit there. Maybe it's normal. Maybe it's nothing. Hmm. I think it's strange. Kind of like, how, why are they, they... They're not pulled over. They're just sitting in the middle of the road. Then, when this guy yells, we got him right here, we got a couple right here, pull it out, yeah, bang, bang. According to the witness, the, 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 the friend of the victim, Aaron Danielson, said they heard this and then turn around. Hmm. So uh, I, think, I think Joey Gibson said what he believes happened is that the first bullet hit the mace can, and that caused it to explode and spray mace everywhere. Hmm. That makes sense, because the camera guy said, I'm, you know, he's coughing and he's like, oh, I'm getting mace. Yeah, a, a straight stream of mace wouldn't affect across the street, unless, you know, but if the bullet did hit and it burst and then it sprayed every direction, it would fill the air and you'd mm-hmm. probably get hit by it. After the shooting, a charger speeds up right behind him and three people jump out, two people wearing ski masks and just they come over and start looking at stuff. It just seems really weird. The whole thing just seems weird. Now, I'm not Is saying charger. What color was it? Remember? Black. It, it pulls through the red light, pulls up right behind them, and they jump out. Interesting. Okay, so from my experience in Portland, that's a known vehicle. Yeah. Uh, the guys that are listening to me right now, the other journalists, they know what I'm saying. There's always this charger out there. Always. At, at, when, when the riots were taking place in front of the federal courthouse, when DHS was there, every single night, this charger's out there. And they seem to be, you know, on the side of the rioters. They seem to be on the side and sympathetic with the rioters. They, they weren't there to, uh, you know, uh, protest the rioters. They I'll were on you. their side. So I find, hearing you say that, I find it interesting that that charger is in the middle of a shooting as well. Right when it happens, it goes through a red light, stops mm-hmm. behind them, and two people wearing ski masks jump out. They were already wearing ski masks. Mm. So this is all weird stuff. A lot of people have taken it to a very conspiratorial direction, like, you know, targeted hit teams. And they're like asserting that the SUV sitting in the middle of the road or something. And I'm like, dude, you don't know anything about what happened. Let's let the the cops handle it. Because it may just be that Antifa dudes were driving around. It was Portland. Trump supporters were were down there. Turns out, apparently, the dude who got shot lived there. I don't know if you know anything about Hmm. it. I saw in Oregon Live, they said he was very, very close to his own home. Wow. So I was wondering why he stayed. You know, everybody leaves. He's still walking around. Yeah, he lived there. Hmm. So I think they probably knew him. I I, I definitely think it was targeted. This guy's not claiming self-defense. He's trying to get control of the narrative. Sympathetic media is going to give him that control. They're going to reframe it. And then people are going to riot on his behalf. And just you wait. They're going to be coming out being like, he was, he was, it would have been Charlottesville all over again. If it wasn't for him, he's a hero. They're going to say all of this stuff. You know, when I... When I broke the Adam Hainer story, right, the the guy that got kicked in the head that night, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's exactly what they were trying to do. Um, when that happened that night, they had no idea I was there. They had no idea I had a body cam. They had no idea I recorded the thing, the, the entire event in full 
context. They had no idea. So that night, Antifa, they well, so instantly... Well, let's just do some context real quick. Yep. This is the guy mm-hmm. who saw them trying to rob a trans woman, yep. and he came out to defend the trans woman, mm-hmm. and that made them angry. Yep. And so there you go. So yep. this guy ended up getting kicked in the right, face. Getting kicked in the face. So what they did that night was they instantly took to Twitter, and they said, he's a white supremacist. He showed up with his truck to run over black people. This is who he is. He's a known white supremacist instantly but they didn't know i was there and i had the full body cam footage so a couple days after released it to the world even some media organizations had to kind of pull back on their stories because the video was just right there so what what i learned from that experience which we all know that they use the white supremacy white supremacy tactic but but what i what i learned that night was their 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 strategy is to instantly leak that onto twitter because their so-called press will take those stories, take it to the media, and that becomes the narrative. But here, here's what I want people to understand. That's, we all know that, right? The reason why they do that is because there's never really people like me down there documenting what really happened. So right. they get away with it. So I want people to understand it's, it's, it's so easy to make something like this up in Portland. It truly is. It's so easy to get away with it. That's and they why do he's it doing very it. Well. Exactly. That's my perspective it. from, you know, dealing with Portland and these people. Now, there's a bigger question about whether Vice is irresponsible or, you know, whether they should or shouldn't. I think you took the stance they should not do it. I, I honestly, you know, because tensions are so high, people are getting killed, like you talked about last night, you know, with the Proud Boys going in and Antifa. Like, these people want to kill each other. You know, I think you have to be very careful. You have to be very careful to allow the police to at least try and do their job. But I'm telling you, the way that thing is framed... It's framed as if the police are the bad guys, like they're withholding information, but we have the information. So come well, and that's, watch. That's marketing, man. <laughs> but but that's, that's them being like, I think that's it. irresponsible. Yeah. I think that's irresponsible. Like who cares if it's marketing? Someone can get killed because of a video oh, absolutely. like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now they're going to go ahead and assume that the Proud Boys, look, you've got the Proud Boys showing up at the end of the month. They hear this, they'll believe it. Yep. They're going to be like, why would I believe a white supremacist? Mm-hmm. I'm going to believe the actual Antifa guy. Yeah. They don't care about what's true. They just want to hear comforting lies. Yeah. Now, here's an interesting thing. Andy No is challenging the journalist, saying Donovan Farley, one of the writers behind the upcoming Vice fluff piece on Antifa shooter Michael Reinel, is an Antifa apologist by his own words. He, uh, his rights to, uh, he writes, to help Antifa gain more mainstream acceptance. That's not journalism. That's propaganda. I hear what Andy's saying. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of, of going after the journalist. Mm-hmm. If the journalist is, you know, a propagandist or whatever, sure. Let's challenge what the dude himself has said, mm-hmm. and we'll challenge the organization itself. I, there are circumstances where I think it, it, it makes sense to, you know, keep an eye out for who's writing it because they might have credibility issues. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's fair to be like, hey, wait a minute, this guy has supported Antifa in the past. But to keep the, the, the you, want to, you want to steel man this to make sure you get it right. Yep. This guy committed a crime. This guy hunted down a Trump supporter and killed him. Keep the, the, you know, keep the mud to the sides because people are going to be looking at this. They're going to be asking questions about who's right or who's wrong. They see you saying, well, the journalist is a liar. He's fake news. They're going to be like, eh, get out of here. You're not even talking about the story anymore. You're just talking about the journalist. Mm-hmm. So whether Vice should or should have done it, done it that's, what, that's, what, that's what they do. You know what I mean? Yep. I think the bigger issue is that they have allies in media and Vice, of course, is going to be sympathetic to this guy. Yep. They're not going to go and interview. I mean, who? It, it took some YouTuber to interview the the the, the uh, victim's friend mm-hmm. to get that story out. Well, that's why I'm interested to see the video because I would be shocked if they challenged what he's saying. 
you know, because I think an honest journalist, an honest reporter, right, challenges whatever someone's saying. You I know, doubt they be- will. Because you could be lying to me. Right, you know what I mean? And and it's 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 healthy to challenge someone uh, that's making some kind of claims like this in a very situ- uh, uh, tense situation. So I would be shocked if they actually did, uh, you know, their due justice and interviewed other people, you know, to see if the story correlates. Right. I doubt it. I doubt it. But they're going to I think they're going to go for shot content. But that's what the police will do. The, actually get the story. In. Yeah. I mean, hopefully that's a- why it takes so long because they are interviewing so right. many people and see but this is what this stuff does it's like the police are bad because they haven't put anything out what are they doing this justice needs to come they like this takes stuff months. takes time months yeah. dude some people are afraid to come forward it's gotham it's portland you know some people will come later some people will come right away it's just you got to let the police do their job man really honestly that's just my perspective yeah, man. Well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about what happened in with Kyle now to contrast these two cool. stories. So you were actually on the ground right there when yeah. all this went down with Rittenhouse. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Was it was it self defense? It was one hundred percent self defense. Um, but but well, let me let me let me let me challenge you. Yeah, they say that uh, he wasn't legally allowed to carry a weapon. Mm-hmm. So are you saying? Do you do you believe that it was legally not self defense because he was illegally carrying, or do you believe it's still self defense? Well, I would say like just as a human being. Yeah. Like he, he was there defending himself, defending himself, right? Uh, regardless of who says this or what's written or anything like that, they were trying to kill him. They were trying to murder him, right? See, but the well, context well, so, of that so story. Why were they trying to murder him? The context, right? What Elijah told you guys the other night is 100% accurate, right? They tried lighting a dumpster on fire. They were pushing it towards the gas station, pushing it towards cops. But a good Samaritan put the fire out. Right. They ruined yeah. the arsonists party. I've seen that video. And they were triggered. They went ballistic. That's where you see uh, uh, the pedophile. Right. Um, get all crazy and start saying, shoot me, shoot me. Getting in. Uh, like, saying you know, the N word. Yeah. Saying the N word. Getting in the face of dudes with semi-automatic rifles. Right. But like, wait, so. So at the gas station. Yeah. 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 That. So both guys who got shot, the skateboard dude. Yep. He was there, too. And the pedo guy mm-hmm. were both there yelling at these yes. armed kids. Yes. So that was that was after they put the fire out. Yes. Directly after. Not like 20 minutes after, like 20 seconds after. It just I, they went directly to the gas station and that's what triggered them. And they went ballistic because they couldn't light fires. You think they were trying to blow up a gas station? I don't know. I don't know. It appeared to be so. But I think the context of what this really is, is they were trying to light things on fire. Okay. Yeah. So this is what correlates what happened at the dealership, right? Because after they couldn't do anything at the gas station, they went ballistic. They set their eyes on the car source dealership and they were chanting. I have it on video. You hear them chanting, we're en route to car source, en route to car source, burn it down, burning time. I was following them to the to, to the to the car dealership we all went in that direction and i think kyle went that direction too because he was going to defend because at that at that time tim it was like their thing to to torch car dealerships it would have been yeah, the third right. it would have been the third one in two days okay and a lot of these people i, I think car source obviously it's not like a, a huge dealership chain like ford or you know chevrolet or anything like that so he went to go defend it but someone, a shot was fired and he defended himself because well, all so, these people swarmed him. Well, so, so according to the New York Times analysis, mm-hmm. he got chased. He got chased. Why were they chasing him? They were chasing him because he had a gun. And number two, he was going to defend 
what they wanted to burn down. That's what pissed them off, Tim. Right, right, right. It, it, it pissed them off that they couldn't burn things that night. Because there were armed dudes yes, stopping them. The first one got put out with a fire extinguisher. So they went to car source. They were going to go torch the dealership because they thought there was no one there to defend it. Kyle went over there to defend it, right? And shots were fired against him. He defended himself. The reason why that all happened was because these rioters weren't allowed to commit arson. Right. That's the context of this entire story. So people that are defending it, they're like, oh, well, he defended himself. And it's like these people wanted to commit more arson. Well, I mean, if the, if the flaming dumpster went to the gas station, they could have blown it up. Yes. And, and killed a bunch of people. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, th- these, these are interesting. You know, trying, to, trying to ascertain And real quick, and- Tim, real quick. After that first person that got shot, right, the, the pedo dude, right, laying on the floor, that's the video that I captured from my perspective from beginning to end, standing from the corner looking at the car dealership. That's when they went ballistic, and that's when you see Kyle jump on the phone, and I think he says, like, oh, I just wounded or I just killed someone. He says, I, he says, I think I just killed somebody. I think I just killed someone, right? Or I think he says, I just killed somebody. He was, he was running away at that point. When you see him running away, he wasn't running away to evade police. He wasn't running away to evade the law or anything like that. He was running away to turn himself in, but rioters started chasing him with guns. Yeah, They were gonna execute him. Okay, Richie, Daily Caller, right? He's the guy that's over him. He takes his shirt off, right? The, the pedo guy in that moment, takes his shirt off. He's trying to help him. Like, where's the bullet wound? Where's the bullet wound? No one knew that was in the head, right? It wasn't in the head. It wasn't? No. It, it, no one could he, really find it. Yeah. So people thought he got shot in the head because he got a graze wound, according to the... So the medical examiner report says it was a graze wound it was, in the head. Yeah. The graze wound is what they were they were treating. But it was uh, a bullet that bounced around in him and I guess hit his lung. Got it. Got and it. And that's what So they put off. they put the shirt on the graze wound on the head, right? Yeah. That's, at, at the time, that's what it looked like. That's why no, he was gargling. Yeah. Because no one could see it at the time, right? So they, they put the shirt on the head. But you can hear the rioters in the video. You can already hear them. They're like, did you effing shoot them? Yeah. What did you do, bro? And Richie's like, no, dude, I'm trying to help this guy. It wasn't. Richie could have got killed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because they thought it was him. But then they realized it was Kyle. And that's when those dudes started following him with guns. They were going to kill him. You know know how they figured it out? Because he was running. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what that, that they always tell you when you do when you do training for riots and stuff. Never run, mm-hmm. never run, mm-hmm. because then everyone sees it and they notice. Yeah. If he just started walking, it's like no, no, I don't know. Yeah. Then he could have got to the police. But there's actually a video. I don't know if you've seen it. Someone's running after him. Mm-hmm. They come up behind him and they say, "What's going on? Why are you running?" Mm-hmm. And he says, "I'm getting the police." And then s- someone behind him, you hear them yell, "Stop that dude! He shot somebody!" Mm-hmm. And then the guy with the camera, it just it all it all goes violent from that point. Yep. Yep. So now you've got They were going to kill him. They were going to execute him. They, that that was a that was going to be an eye for an eye situation. Did you see uh I, I mean I, you got to ask yourself though. So at that point do the did, does that dude have the right? The guy that got his his bicep and his forearm blown off by Kyle, right? It was just his bicep, I'm pretty sure. Right? Yeah. At that point does that guy have the right to walk up to Kyle and shoot him? No. You see what I'm saying? These are questions you got to ask. Well, so so, for sure. And I think it's really, really simple. Kyle was fleeing towards the police. Mm -hmm. And the dude with the Glock 9, uh, the Glock 9 millimeter, tries to go up, gun drawn. And then, you know, he he puts his hands up when Kyle lowers up and he runs up and tries to grab the, the, the dangerous end of a rifle. And then 
Kyle fires. Yeah. You actually see, I'm, I'm sorry, we're going to get gruesome. You can see the meat of his arm vaporize yeah. on the video. Mm-hmm. Just And people, have, like, you can see Dude, it. It's, Kyle, it's brutal. That kid, he, he could have killed that guy. Yeah. I, I think he chose not to. I think there's a few things in the situation with Kyle that are dramatically different from this guy, you know, Reinhold in Portland. Mm-hmm. For one, two people put their hands up. No, it may have actually only been the one guy puts his hands up and he immediately lowers the weapon. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shoot somebody. He gets, some dude runs over, jumps, and then kicks him in the face in the air. And then the other guy with the skateboard runs over. Now, a lot of people have said he hit him over the head with the skateboard. It, I'm, not, I'm not sure he was doing that so much as trying to hold him down and grab the rifle. And then he took a bullet into the, into the heart. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was him dying. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that shouldn't have happened. I'll put it this way. I'll put it in contrast. In that situation, if Kyle wouldn't have fired, I think he would have been murdered. I agree. I completely agree. And I was there. Okay. Yeah. I was literally there. I was following it. I was documenting it. Elijah was like right there. Richie was right there. I think they'll agree with me. Um, if, 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 he, if Kyle didn't defend himself, I think they, they would have executed that kid. Trump said it. And then a couple outlets said that he was mischaracterizing what was really happening. Mm-hmm. Facebook's now determined that uh, Rittenhouse is a mass shooter and you can't defend him or Oh, they deleted him. my video today, by the way. They deleted your video? Yeah. Which, which video? The raw video. Whoa. Today. Yeah, I put it on Twitter today. <laughs> Welcome to the nightmare dystopia, bro. Yeah, they, you got evidence proving what really went down? And they deleted. Yeah, they scrapped it today. I got a, a notification uh, this afternoon and they're like, uh, we scrapped your video. You can't post for the next 24 hours. You know, you I'm know, like, uh... You know what I love about these resistance people? <laughs> they have big tech oligopolies on their side. Yep. They have major tech corporations and oligarchs defending them. If there ever is going to be an underground network, it's going to be the journalism you're doing, not the things they're saying. This dude, the Portland murderer, he gets to go on on primetime Vice News. Was that Showtime now? I don't know. I don't know where they're airing that. I don't don't know. They were on HBO. I don't think they are anymore. Yeah, no, they got canceled on HBO. They get get to go onto a major multi-billion dollar corporation. And he says, blast out my narrative. You post evidence, Facebook nukes it. Nukes it. Dude, we're in serious trouble, man. Nukes it. But let's go deeper. Oh, yeah? Why, Tim? Why are they nuking it? Why? Because who, who, who is affected by these things? The hearer, the viewer. The voter. The voter, the human. So you can't make your own decision. So you can't make your own conclusion based off of the visual evidence. What I posted was evidence. Like, yeah. that's being used. I'm positive in an investigation right now right that's getting nuked and terminated on social media so you can't make a decision right that's scary that's like it happens on youtube now dude i got no idea why i'm still allowed to be on this platform to be completely here i am sitting with you you're like look i got evidence i was there i'm a witness here's what really went down but but they 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 demonetize they destroy they ban they uh, they they derank all of these other channels and i'm just lucky enough i think i think it's because you know, people don't, you know, don't like it. I'll say like, there's certain, I won't swear. And people are like, stop letting them censor. You know, I'm like, dude, I don't need to say a swear word if it means I can have you on the show mm-hmm. telling people the truth. Yeah. I can't say the name of that guy. And don't say his name. The guy from, because I'll delete the stream. The, the whistleblower dude. You say his name, they will shut the stream off instantly. Because oh. they, pe- they have people who watch. Wow. Yeah, they're watching right now. No joke. Yeah. Hey, guys. 
I'm what? just saying hi. Oh, right, right, watching. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went back in the early days of live streaming. I actually went to one company called Ustream, and they showed me. They had all these computers, and they had, they had a screen with like, I don't know, maybe 50 live streams at once, and they were just sweeping through them looking for people who would like take their clothes off. Mm-hmm. They watch this stuff. Yeah. You say the wrong thing, you're gone. Mm-hmm. And so I've had people saying to me, Tim, don't let them censor. Just say his name. And if you get banned, well, you stood up for what's right. And I'm like, and then I can't have Drew on to explain what really happened. Imagine imagine if last year I, I stood on that, I, I died on that hill. And it's like, I will, I refuse. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be here right now with you saying the evidence is being destroyed. Yep. Facebook is getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. They won't allow you to defend this guy. And you as a witness said he would have died if he did not defend himself. And it's, it's, it's a video of just the raw footage there's no commentary it's not me saying hey this happened this happened this happened it there's nothing it's just the raw video that got terminated today on facebook on facebook yep. do you have it on youtube uh i haven't posted it on youtube yet you know i'm sure what facebook's reasoning is going to be is they're going to say it's graphic yeah but that presents i guess other issues are we not allowed? I mean, but there's tons of world star videos on Facebook of right. you know minorities just busting each other's faces and bleeding and knockout game like rage porn, right? Right, and 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 that's allowed. We're in trouble, man. Right. So we actually we actually have a story. I can I can I can jump to on this one. This is where things are getting spicy, man. Take, take a look at this. Mark Zuckerberg says Facebook will ban all new political uh, politics ads week before election. Remove misleading claims about voting and flag any attempt to claim victory before results are fully confirmed. They are setting us up, dude. I'm telling you, I think I know what's about to come. Trump's going to win. They're going to say he didn't win. Trump's going to say he won. They're going to delete his his posts. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Flag any attempt to claim victory. Yep. Well, the only people who can claim victory are Biden or Trump. Yep. So if Trump claims victory, they're going to delete his, delete his content? They'll probably delete his uh, entire... Uh, public page. Yep. Everything. Everything that has to do with Trump. See, this is this is where it's getting dangerous because it's it's definitely affecting our electoral process, and people don't understand that. Like this is this is how powerful social media is, and you know this, but yep. I just I say these things repetitively because I feel like there's a lot of liberals and people on the left that are like. How is this happening? How is this happening to me? How is this happening in my country? Like I never thought these, and, and, and I always say this on streams and in podcasts is these people aren't, they're not on your side Oh, because the not. day can and will come where your ideology or your side or whatever you believe in could possibly be in opposition and you'll it be on the wrong will side. Be. It will AOC be. AOC has challenged big tech. Mm-hmm. I praised her for it. Elizabeth Warren has yep. called out big tech, and she I absolutely has. praised her for it. When yep. she said antitrust, break them up, I'm like, here, here, Warren. I remember. <laughs> I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I lean, I, I'm always reticent to like uh, assert absolute mm-hmm. support for because it's like we should have antitrust investigations into these companies and figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. AOC talked about mass surveillance, and I'm like, dude, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad, I'm glad you're bringing it up. But these people, man, you know that Mark Zuckerberg knows when you poop. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's funny, right? But it's yeah. true. There was I was reading an article about it. They they know everything about you. Yeah. They he comes out. Mark Zuckerberg. He does these he does these things where he's like, we're going to ban political ads. It's going to get we, we understand it's going to be really crazy. They know what they're doing, man. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that they don't know what's going on. Yeah. He can press a button and just turn off the feed, turn off the algorithms. See, and, but they they always claim, and this is this is what, like, even then, like, I'm I'm not a psychologist, but. 
you know, I've read things and I've studied things like whenever there's someone being abused, the abuser always comes off as being like your protector. Right. Big tech does that to America. They claim to be big brother. Oh, we're here to protect you. There, 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 we, there might be a race war that might incite. There might be a civil war that might incite. We can't allow you to see this, you know, weeks before the election because we're protecting you. This is for your safety, right? Right? Dude. And the abuser pretends to be your big brother and your protector, but little do you know, you're the one that's the target. And these people don't have your best interest in mind because they're not allowing you to think and live for yourself. I think they're losing. You know why I think so? Their moves are becoming more and more obvious. Mm -hmm. You know, back in the day when they started banning conservatives for saying nonsensical things, it was easy for these media outlets to be like, it's because they broke the rules, man. You said something, you get banned. Then they did the learn to code thing on Twitter. I remember. And that was just like, nah, uh -uh -uh. you can't claim that hashtag learn to code is a bannable offense. Mm -hmm. You got triggered and you, you slipped up. We start to see what they're doing. But take a look at this. Yeah. They say straight up. They, want, they will flag any attempt to claim victory before ro results are fully confirmed. Do you, know who, uh, do you know there's only one candidate affected by that, right? Mm. Donald Trump. Yeah. You know why? We talked, uh, we talked a little bit about the Red Mirage the other day, right? Mm -hmm. The idea is that on election night, Donald Trump will win in a landslide. A Democratic firm uh, owned by Michael Bloomberg has said Trump will appear to win a landslide on November 3rd. And then by like the 9th, all the mail-in votes come in and Biden wins. There's, this, there's another article I have about the war games. So I, I did a segment on this for my, main, for my main channel earlier. Democrats and never Trumpers did the, uh, staged out these scenarios of what would happen during the, during the election. They're, they're, they're straight up saying in this article, if Biden wins on November 3rd, we're all good. We're all done. Because we know the mail-in votes are going to be for Biden no matter what. Look at that picture, bro. I know. It's crazy, right? That's Trump's like, screaming. Insane, and they're, 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 there's an arm right here. They're dragging him out. But think about this. They say straight up in this article, if Biden wins on... Th on Dude, on look at the truck, Tim, in the background. Biden-Harris. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That, dude, this is propaganda, Tim. Of course, 100%, man. 100%, dude. They didn't invite Trump supporters to these war games. They didn't bring in a Trump supporter to come in and talk about what Trump would do. But here's... What they, listen, listen. They're telling us all mail-in ballots will be Biden no matter what. They keep saying it. No matter what happens, it'll all the... What do you mean? Mail-in ballots could go any direction. Older people use mail-in ballots. They're scared of COVID. Wouldn't that go towards Trump? Mm -hmm. No, no. All the mail-in ballots are going to be for Biden. Biden. Period. Yeah. So that means Mark Zuckerberg's new rule is specifically targeting Donald Trump. Yes. They are telling us outright, Biden's not going to come out and be like, I won. He's going to be sleeping in the basement and he's going to wait until they tell him he won. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is going to win a landslide. That's, the, that's what Democrats have said. And then Facebook's going to shut down his account when he tries to say he won. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be like, no, you didn't. Mm -hmm. Because we know all the mail-in ballots will be for Biden. Well, simultaneously, riots. You know, we're, all, say it. we're all talking about the digital world, but in the real world, riots. I got a question about that. In this, they say there's only, look, the election will likely spark violence and a constitutional crisis. They say a landslide for oh, Joe Biden is. resulted in a relatively orderly transfer of power. This is really interesting stuff. Let me read a little bit. They say, uh, uh, I'm not, I don't want to read their stupid introduction. It's boring. Anyway, here, here, here's the point. They say there's only one scenario in which there's no widespread violence, a Joe Biden landslide. And they say a landslide for Joe Biden resulted in a relatively orderly transfer of power. 
Every other scenario we looked at involved street level violence and political crisis. I got a question. Why would Antifa stop rioting when Joe Biden wins in a landslide? Does because they're trying to explain to the masses that Joe Biden is who Antifa wants. No, I don't think they want that to be the narrative. So. Well, I mean, look, the, 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 the widespread rioting is tanked to their polls. Mm-hmm. Joe, Bi- uh, Joe Biden's panicking, flying to Kenosha, desperate to get on top of this, mm-hmm. claiming Trump is the one who's inciting the violence. And he put out a gotcha, tweet. Gotcha. Yeah, he, he put gotcha. out a tweet and he was like, Trump's got to tell his militias to stop starting violence. And mm-hmm. it's like, they're not. What are you talking about? There's no militias going out starting violence. He made that up. So desperate they are. My question then is with this war game, Antifa is in the bag for Biden? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. I know a lot of these far leftists, yeah. but, ho- but hold on. They're, they're saying to people that the violence stops if he gets elected. Why is that? Remember what I said, an abuser. <laughs> Remember what I said? Oh, you, you want this to stop? You want, you, want, you want your city to be safe from BLM? You want the arson to stop? You want the rioting to stop? And you come with us. You know, people, people. They very well can come out and condemn this today. Joe Biden, if he was an honest man, he can take to the media today and say Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. They're committing violence and arson. People are getting killed in the name of this ideology. If Democrats were honest with themselves, they can come out today and do and say what's right. No, they won't. But they won't. See, but this is what they do. This is propaganda. They're threatening the masses. They're saying, look, it's Donald Trump's fault. The reason why we're in this mess is because everyone hates Donald Trump. Well, maybe you should stop hating Donald Trump and just get with the country already and allow America to succeed. And so we can all thrive together and achieve the American dream and stop inciting race wars, propaganda, and putting all this stupidity in the media. Maybe you guys are the ones that are causing this, but they turn it around and they say, if you want it to stop, then you get with this. This is, this is classic. But think about that, Tim. Think about it. They're saying this because they have the power to stop it. Exactly. They have That's the power point. to stop it. This I'm is, with you, Tim. I'm is, with you. This I'm is on the, your listen, wavelength, Tim, okay? This is the classic abusive <laughs> boyfriend. He punches his girlfriend in the face and goes, why'd you make me do that? Why do you have to make me do this? Exactly. If you want this to stop, you just have to do what I say. It's mm-hmm. your fault. Yep. That's what's happening. Yep. Maybe that's why they, they uh, you know, I got to be honest. I'm willing to bet there's a lot of people who will say, I know they caused the violence, but I'm begging them, please, please save, like, leave me alone. So I'll vote for them. Stockholm. I, I bet it's not, it's not even Stockholm, right? Mm-hmm. Stockholm is like they actually fall in love. Mm-hmm. I'm saying there are people who are like, you've won. You've won. Stop hitting me, yeah, please. Okay. You can do whatever you want. I'll, I'll vote for both, you. I'll vote for you. Both. Dude, I've talked to people who tell me they're, 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 they're in panic. Mm-hmm. No, I, like people don't get it how much the riots impacted this country. Mm-hmm. And I wonder why they allowed it to go on for so long. But if you look at the betting odds, as the riots continued, Joe Biden did improve. The initial, the initial outburst for Black Lives Matter was, was greatly uh, beneficial to the Democrats. It's only after a certain amount of time it started to, to, to sour. And now Trump is starting to improve. Now they're panicking. I think people, I think, people think and, and I've heard people say this and you know, think through this, is like, Trump is just so controversial. It's just too much. It's just so much. There's too much going on because they hate this guy. Man, let's just get someone in to bring back some normal, like just make things normal again, right? Let's just maybe take things back to where they were when it's like George Bush and, you know, against a a, a, a moderate Democrat. Like, it's just, let's right. go back to those normal days. They're, no, 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 wait, wait. That's they're, never going to, that's not, that's not going to happen they're, ever. They're posting pictures of Obama and Romney on, on Reddit. No joke. 
they're like back in the good old days when politics was normal. It's never going to it's never going to be I think people that are thinking that I'm going to warn you right now. That's not going to happen. Right. It's never. not Joe Biden is a puppet. They will do anything and everything through him. Kamala Harris, she's right there behind him. She's she's like the next generation of these radical leftists. They are just there positioned in order to get an agenda done. There will be no normal again. There's no going back. There's no going back. And I think people are thinking that and they want that. But it's not – we can't buy into the narrative that it's Donald Trump. There no, are Donald Trump is a Americans. There are anti-Americans anti-Americans that are going up against listen since when is it extreme to love the American flag since when is it extreme to love the Pledge of Allegiance since when is it extreme to, to, to love American patriotic values we've been indoctrinated and we've been fed propaganda to believe that we are terrorists for loving those things well th think about the the utter paradox of the DNC they open with the Pledge of Allegiance and then showed pictures of people kneeling for for the national anthem, challenging, you know, America's history. I, I couldn't believe they actually opened with the pledge because I'm like, you're the party of kneeling for the national anthem, challenging the racist history. You're, you're the party of the 1619 Project, saying mm -hmm. this country was founded as a slaveocracy, all this fake, you know, history, historical revisionism. And then you open the DNC with the pledge. Who are you trying to pander to? What is this? It's, a, it's, it's, it's completely insane. I think it's just that mirage of things could be normal. I mean, if you want things to go back the way, the way they were when, like, Bill Clinton was in office. I mean, Joe Biden, he's an old school guy. We can get back to – it's not going to be that. You know what I think it is, man? There's it's no like – listen, There's listen. No I'll, I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you exactly what it is. You ever, you, ever, you, ever build, you ever build Legos? Oh, for sure. You know how you first buy – I got all the battle like, scars on my feet. Yeah, on, of course, <laughs> man. You know when you, you buy a Lego set for the first time, you got all the pieces right there, and you look at the instructions, and you put together that nice little Death Star? Yeah. It looks like a Death Star. That's great. But then what happens about a year, two years later? You got a big bin full of random Legos and no instructions, mm. and you start mashing things together, and you got like a red block and a green <laughs> block, and you're like, the Death Star is not supposed to be blue, and it's got yellow on it. This is not the Death Star. What are you doing? I don't know how to build it. I don't remember. I'm just mashing pieces together. Yeah. The Democratic Party right now is a bin of Legos. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean this necessarily in a, in a disrespectful way. It is, there's no leader. Mm -hmm. it's, there's no cohesive strategy. I have no idea what Joe Biden stands for because mm -hmm. he's flip-flopping every three days. Yep. What what's happening is that... But remember what happened earlier, Tim, today when he was in Kenosha. That girl showed up. She went up to the podium. And what did she say? I was given this piece of paper to read from, but I can't do that. I'm going to be honest with you. Everything about Joe Biden's campaign it's is fake. manufactured. It's plastic. It's plastic. Yeah, it is. And people need to understand no, that. No disrespect to Legos, man. Legos are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a perfect analogy, though, because that's where we are right now politically. The Democrat Party... and and. I always say this, like there are traditional liberals and Democrats, and I feel sorry for them. I feel sorry for them because their political party has been hijacked by radical communists, anarchists, and leftists, anti-Americans that well, hate well, America. Well, I would say, sad. I will say yes, but kind of. Mm -hmm. You see, what I think's happening is that traditional liberals have been sleeping for too long, mm -hmm. just being placated and, and just letting the, the political parties and establishment do whatever they want. The same is true for Republicans. Yeah. It's like so long as they threw crumbs to the floor, both factions would say, okay, Donald Trump comes along and starts you know spitting and yelling and mm -hmm. screaming, build the wall, and he gets a new base of people. Donald Trump brought in a ton of new voters to the Republican Party. Oh, yeah. A lot of independents, a lot of people who have never voted before. And so the Republicans that liked what they were winning ran screaming to the Democrats saying, help, help, our establishment is under threat. Yep. Traditional liberals, and, and it wasn't, it, it, it was a populist uprising. 
And I'll tell you what's happening. It is based on the Agreed. internet. Here's what's happening. The Democrats and the Republicans faced a populist uprising. On, it, was, it came from both sides due to the internet giving people the ability to communicate with each other and start talking about things and organizing and organizing is power. Think about it this way. What was I just watching? I was watching a, a, a document. It's a movie called The Resistance Banker. Mm-hmm. And it's about a Dutch banker uh, during World War II who was funding the resistance against the Nazis. And I thought to myself, there, 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 how many people lived in, in the Netherlands? And how many, how many uh, military Nazis could actually come in and enforce this stuff? If every single person got up and just started attacking them, they'd win in two seconds because there's more civilians than military. Mm-hmm. I know the military had more power, but the issue was organization. Yeah. No one knew when to rise, when to come together. And so they were struggling to do that. Well, in the masses in Nazi Germany, the propaganda was just so powerful. The masses were with it. Well, well no, no, I'm talking about the Netherlands. They Netherlands. Were, they were gotcha, occupied, gotcha. right? Yeah. So what ends up happening now is you have the Democratic Party, the Republican Party facing an insurgency from both sides. The Democrats successfully cheated to keep Bernie Sanders out. Bernie Sanders just said, sure, fine, I'll give you whatever you Twice. want. Twice. Right, exactly. Twice. He caved in. Then he stopped saying millionaires as soon as he became a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And Trump won and seized power in the establishment. And they hate that. That's why I'm like, the, the, the progressives, their best bet is just sit back and watch the Democratic establishment just crumble. And that's but, why I said, uh, oh, finish your point, finish your point. The, the, the point is, the cat's, the cat's out of the bag. You, you can't go back in time. Mm-hmm. The internet is here, and it's only a matter of time before the crony plastic establishment is crushed. Do you know? You, do you remember that video from Hillary Clinton back in the 2015 cycle where she put on a Southern drawl? Mm-hmm. She goes down and was like Alabama. Yep. She starts talking with a little bit of a and Southern churches, twang. Black churches. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, you realize we have the internet. We know you don't talk like that. <laughs> but she started doing it. Because back in the day, you could lie to people like that. Yep. You knew the press was on your side, and you'd go there. And even if they did hear what you said, they would have to write it down. No one would hear you speak. Mm. So you'd go. what they would do is they would, oh, come on, man. They'd go to a Union Democrat area and say, we're here for the working class. You know, we're here for you guys in the energy sector. This country needs fuel. This country needs gas. It can't survive without you. Mm-hmm. We're here for you. Then they'd walk to New York and say, the environment is in peril. These, these fossil fuel bigwigs, these tycoons are burning everything down and taking us down with it. And you didn't know they were lying, mm. you know, talking out both sides of their mouths. Now with the Internet, we do. So the Internet's changing everything. It's only a matter of time before the Democratic establishment and the never Trumpers get crushed and, and wiped out. And I think my prediction right now, look at AOC. The Democratic Party isn't necessarily being uh, taken over. It, it is. It is. It's just a little bit more complicated, I guess I would say. Traditional liberals fell asleep. Mm-hmm. fell asleep at the wheel and a populist uprising occurred the center is being crushed you look at the there, there's data uh, about twitter and how twitter polarizes and it shows there was this really interesting graph i was looking at where over time you have like a strong center slowly flatten out and everyone becomes hyper polarized left and right mm. then twitter starts censoring specific people and shaping the shapes of the left and the right so right now the overton window has moved very far left because if you're an antifa terrorist you can freely organize and raise money on Twitter. Yeah. But if you're a conservative, you can't say learn to code. Yeah. So they're absolutely allowing the far left extremism. Mm-hmm. Liberals need to wake up. And that's why there's so many liberals voting for Trump yep. saying at least Trump represents something American. Yep. Joe Biden does not. Nope. Joe Biden, like you said, he's a puppet. Yep. And he is China negotiating. Sympathizer. He's negotiating with, with, with a lot of these extremists. Mm-hmm. They don't like America. They want open borders. They want a moratorium on, uh, uh, on deportations. They, they want to abolish private health care. Mm-hmm. Now, Joe Biden doesn't agree with every one of those things, 
But he's agreed on some of these things and he's compromised. I don't think you should be compromising with terror. They're going around smashing, burning, threatening people. Like in Louisville, this this story where they go to the Cuban immigrant and say, you're going to pay us 1.5% of net revenue. Otherwise, Jimmy, smash the flower pot. Yep. And, and, they, and like, do people honestly believe that Joe Biden is going to have some kind of, you know, stern leadership to turn around and say, you know, spank the kids if they get out of line, right? Do the right thing if Black Lives Matter gets way too extreme or if Antifa gets way too overboard for, for you know, a leftist right now, right? Which I don't even know if that could Dude, even be a thing. Joe, no. Joe Biden's going to no. be, he's going to be sitting in a wheelchair with a blanket on his lap and they're going to wheel him into the sunroom and he's going to fall asleep. Exactly. And then Kamala Harris is going to be like, I'll say whatever I have to for power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. More facelifts. You know, look. I think the way I, way I described it, it's really funny. Donald Trump liked a tweet, a tweet of mine explaining why I decided to vote for Trump. And the Kyle Rittenhouse situation was it. Nice. It wasn't a defense of what Kyle, Kyle did. It was the fact how the, how the media was, was going about it, the lies, and that tr- it shouldn't have happened for one reason. Trump has repeatedly offered up federal assistance. They could have just said yes, and it would be over with, and Kyle would never have been there. The riots would never have happened, but they hate him so much, yep. they said no. Yep. But anyway... And that's what I was saying last night. It's repetitive, always, everything, 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 whether it's the border, whether it's, uh, you know, sending in the National Guard in a town like Kenosha, whatever it is, if the president of the United States right now wants to help a town, but because of their foolish pride, mayors, governors, elected officials, their derangement syndrome, they say, no, you got Ted Wheeler jumping up on CNN and saying, "Uh, this is all Trump's fault. The shooting that took place, it's because of Trump. It's because of Trump. Uh, we don't want your help. I mean, what do you yeah. mean you don't want our help? There are innocent people in this town that need the freaking help. So give them the help. But why don't they do it? Because of what you just said. Well, so here's here's here, here's what I love about this. Donald Trump liked this Twitter thread. It's it's there's, there's a uh, uh, it's it's like uh, political polls tweeted. Read this thread, and it's my it's like a, it's like eleven tweets, and the last tweet is Donald Trump has his problems. But he's better suited for fixing the economy and dealing with the far left extremists on our streets and in our cultural institutions. I will vote for the a-hole over the coward. Mm-hmm. So the, the way I view it is there's a lot of things about Trump I've not been a big fan of. Yeah. I don't agree with all his policies, but at least I see him doing something that it's like I'll put it this way. If I if, if I was looking at like a bunch of candidates, I'd be like, oh, I'm not going to vote for that guy. All that's left is sleepy, creepy Joe gropey joe yep gropey uh, joe hyden hyden joe, joe biden who is negotiating with the extremists that are freaking me out yep. and a president who's like I've, my 12th choice on a list of candidates but he's a candidate mm-hmm. and so i'm like this is what we got and i and, and i'm gonna be fair look i think over the past couple of years it's funny some the, 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 these haters uh, you know we're, we're making a comment about how they're like, over the years, Tim has, you know, he used to say Trump is bad. Now he says Trump is good. And I'm like, yes, Trump has changed his policy positions. Mm-hmm. It's like very early on, he was doing your traditional garbage foreign policy stuff. And now he's greatly improved. No new wars. He got rid of Bolton. I'm like, great. That was a smart thing to do. Shouldn't hide him in the first place. So mm-hmm. he's improved. And now I think he's, he's doing okay. Yeah. I got no problem voting for that. I see these, you know, these people I saying. I think that's happened with a lot of people, you know, like Shapiro. That happened with him. That happened with Glenn Beck. Too, you know yeah but you they know kind of kind of saw that trump really did have america's best interest in mind it, it he does i think definitely and i think he's got uh to put it mildly character defects but like i said i'll vote for the a-hole over the over the coward hiding mm-hmm. in his basement yeah but let's do this let's 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 go we're gonna go right into joe biden right now because we got we got the other breaking story we haven't gotten into yet check this out <clears throat> the gateway pundit 
reported flashback former Joe Biden's Secret Service agent, quote, we uh, we had to protect women from him. Weinstein level stuff from Cassandra Fairbanks. Now, I use a third party fact checking uh, uh, service called NewsGuard. NewsGuard says Gateway Pundit is garbage. Look at this. They say they repeatedly publish false content. They are not responsible. They don't clarify errors. They do differentiate between news and opinion, but they're deceptive. Now they handle all their financing fine. They basically say Gateway Pundit, mm -mm, no dice. I'll tell you what, Cassandra Fairbanks, I think, is very thorough and does a good job. And before we even play any games about credibility, this is the big story. Joe Biden's accused of groping Secret Service agents, significant others. Judicial Watch has provided confirmation that it is true. Boom. Check this out. Judicial Watch dropped this just today. Judicial Watch files suit after Secret Service admits to destroying records related to alleged Biden altercation with Secret Service agent. This is crazy stuff, man. So we'll read through this in a second, but I just want to point out, they say that the Secret, uh, the Secret Service confirmed that they, they actually did have files related to this, uh, to this incident. But what is this incident? Let's read this. Check this out. A former secret, this is from the Gateway Pundit, a former Secret Service agent assigned to the Vice President, to Vice, Pre, to the Vice President Joe Biden residence claims the service often had to protect female agents from him. Speaking on the condition of anonymity, the agent asserted, quote, we had to cancel the VIP Christmas get together at the vice president's house because Biden would grope all of our wives and girlfriends, A's, their butts. The annual party was for agents and Navy personnel who were tasked with protecting the Biden family. Quote, he would mess with every single woman or teen. It was horrible, the agent said. According to the source, a Secret Service agent once got suspended for a week in 2009 for shoving Biden after he cupped his girlfriend's breast while the couple was taking a photo with him. The situation got so heated, the source told Cassandra Fairbanks that others had to step in to prevent the agent from hitting the then vice president. Additionally, the agent claims that Biden would walk around the VP residence naked at night. I mean, stark naked Weinstein level stuff. He said that the men on duty would frequently stand in front of female agents and Navy women at, uh, that were present like a like a D guardian. On some <laughs> occasions, they would make up reasons to get the women away from where he was. The agent said he was specifically concerned about women in the Navy. They weren't allowed a quote. They weren't allowed to disobey him at all. But we'd we'd take them away under pretend auspices. The agent said the official vice president residence is the Queen Anne style house at one observatory circle in Washington, D.C., which is located on the northeast grounds of the U.S. Naval Observatory. The property is maintained and cared for by the service branch. Best-selling author Ronald Kessler wrote about Biden's problem with female agents in his book, The First Family Detail. Quote, agents say that whether at the vice president's residence or at his home in Delaware, Biden has a habit of swimming in his pool nude, Kessler wrote. Female Secret Service agents find it offensive. Our source confirmed this sentiment, adding, it was especially an issue at his Delaware house that he would go to every weekend. He would only get naked when Jill was absent, he added. Biden, is a long, Biden has also long been criticized for his contact with women and girls in photos and videos, and is even referred to as creepy Uncle Joe Biden by the Washington Post. There's a compilation of him being creepy. In a report from the Washington Examiner titled Joe Biden's Woman Touching Habit, Byron York wrote that he has a tendency to be particularly affectionate with women in business and social situations of the 2013 Christmas party at which he embraced reporter Amy Parnes. The agent also worked under the Bush administration and added that Vice President Dick Cheney never grabbed any butts or breasts. 
We have reached out to, Biden, to a Biden spokes, spokesman for comment, but did not res- receive a response by time of publishing. So that's the final, you know, the, 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 that's the story. Judicial Watch essentially confirms, check this out. Judicial Watch, and now mind you, check this out. I'm very careful here. NewsGuard certifies Judicial Watch does not repeatedly publish false content, and they give them a green certification, meaning it is a safe source to use, though they do find them to be fairly irresponsible, and they, they don't correct their errors enough. They are not publishing false content. That's the important factor. Wow. Judicial Watch announced today that it filed a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit against the Department of Homeland Security for records that the Secret Service claims to have destroyed related to a reported physical altercation between a Secret Service agent and Joe Biden at a photo op in 2009. The lawsuit was filed after the Secret Service failed to respond to a July 14th, 2020 administrative appeal, challenging its claim that all files related to the, 20, to, to, to the 2009 altercation had been destroyed due to retention standards. On March 29th, the Gateway Pundit published a 2017 report alleging that an unidentified Secret Service agent was suspended for a week in 2009 for shoving Biden after he cupped his girlfriend's breasts while the couple was taking a photo with him. The situation got so heated, we read this already, he he almost, uh, uh, they they had to hold him back. Judicial Watch's FOIA request made on May 12th sought all records related to a reported incident in 2009 in which a U.S. Secret Service agent reportedly was involved in an altercation with or attempted to strike then-Vice President Joe Biden during a photo opportunity. The record sought shall include but not be limited to witness statements, the agent statement, victim statement, alleged perpetrator statement, incident reports, investigative reports, communications among USSS personnel regarding the incident and disciplinary records related to the incident for the agent in question. In the July 13th, 2020 response to Judicial Watch's request, the Secret Service appeared to confirm that the file on the alleged incident existed at some point, asserting. There are no responsive records or documents pertaining to your request in our files because the above mentioned files has file has been destroyed due to retention standards. The Secret Service added no additional information is available. It did not deny the incident had occurred in its lawsuit. Judicial Watch intends to test the Secret Service assertion that it had destroyed all records about the incident. Quote, we had not been able to confirm whether the report about the alleged altercation might be true until the Secret Service itself suggested it destroyed records about the incident, stated Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton. So let's be very, very, very careful. We don't know if exactly what was reported is exactly what happened, but it stands to reason, based on the statement from the Secret Service, there were records pertaining to an altercation between a Secret Service agent and Joe Biden over his girlfriend getting groped. I... I would be hesitant uh, to believe this. I would I would be skeptical to believe this. Um, that Joe Biden actually groped the yeah, woman? Why? I, if there wasn't minutes oh. and, and tons <laughs> there it is. of footage of Joe Biden groping little kids in photo ops on YouTube, uh, if he's there been, wasn't he's tons of videos of, of him groping... Uh, other men's wives photos of him putting his hands on women in a very and he doesn't deny it he just says he i was raised that way i was raised that way oh oh really you were raised that way that's, that's kinda, no excuse dude. that's no excuse bro oh, to like kind of like you know uh, get a little too close because if you were to do that to my wife i'll i guarantee you i would respond like that secret service agent they were holding him back but i see but that's the thing is i i would be hesitant to believe this if there wasn't actual footage that you can I go mean, to YouTube right now and see him doing stuff like this well, to little kids. Yeah, they include it in the Gateway Pundit. He grabs women. 
Several women came out, said that he, he was touching them inappropriately on several occasions. Mm-hmm. He apologized for this publicly. Did you ever see that? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you know, I just uh, trying to be affectionate and I'll, I'll tone it down. I'm so sorry. And then he kept doing it. Yeah, he kept doing it. And the media gives him a pass. Alyssa Milano. Where's Alyssa Milano? I just checked her Twitter. Nothing. Oh, she doesn't. She's not going to watch. No she's more. Not read no, no, watch. no, no. Me too. No, no. Believe all women. Where's where? Where all the, you know, the pink hats? Where? Where's didn't, that whole movement? Wait, wait, wait. wait. D- didn't didn't she defend him when the she Tara did, Reed? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So so the, the, the no, Tara- didn't didn't she say I believe Tara Reed, but I'm still going to vote for Joe Biden? It was something. You want you want to see if you can pull it up? Yeah, I'll see. If something I'll like find that. It. Yeah. So and what? Kamala Harris too. She's the one that said she actually believes Joe Biden's accusers. Yeah. Th- think about this. Think about this. Remember the Tara. What happened with that? Remember the Tara Reed allegations? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Kamala's like I believe it. I believe it. What? And there she is. Now she's his VP, and she's uh, well, silent. Brett, hold on. She came out against Brett Kavanaugh hard, mm-hmm. Kamala, when they were, when they were when they were doing that hearing. Oh, yeah. Over thirty, thirty, yeah, exactly, thirty year old allegations that couldn't be corroborated. No witnesses. <laughs> no one knew what happened. No Such one knew where it was. And we went through a show trial for this. That gave Trump massive support. Yeah. You know what? You know what's going on? You know, one of the things that's going to help Trump. People need a better memory. Someone needs to put together like a weekly show on like all of this stuff. Hey, remember when we had to sit through the Kavanaugh hearing and you were like, what is this? I remember. There's no evidence about anything. Mm-hmm. And they're screaming about this guy who's mm-hmm. already been vetted when he became a federal judge. Mm-hmm. They just make stuff up. Yep. Now we get the Tara Reid allegations. Why don't we talk about that? Remember? Yep. She said that back in the day he slammed her up against the wall. He assaulted her. Mm-hmm. And her mom called in to a, to a, uh, to a Larry King saying my daughter had this happen with a senator and they confirmed that was her mom yeah and the story is gone it's gone it's silenced why because it doesn't fit the narrative we all know that because the media is in the pocket for democrats because like brian stelter said recently people who live in these cities have a left-wing bias but I, i want people to understand like what this means it means that these organizations the me too movement or movements right the me too movement black lives matter these are all uh weaponized movements that they pull out from their tool yeah right from their tool bag when it's necessary and when it's needed they'll never come out and do this because it's joe biden why because it's a narrative but not just a narrative it's a tool that they use that's designed to really just grab the hearts and minds of the culture at that time on social media in movies everywhere the nba lebron james everywhere you look these things get deployed and people believe it and you have this is what i want to address right now teenagers preteens their minds get manipulated so quickly because they just see something and they're emotionally attached to it because it sounds just and it sounds good and it sounds like it should be something that they should get behind but but young people understand there are things out there that are planted there to manipulate you and this is the kind of stuff you need to really think for yourself and stop and just just take a look at it and be like hey am i being manipulated right now like is there something strategic behind this to get me to say and believe and do something i think you just you just made me realize something man wow i think everything we're seeing with the far left might actually be good news mm-hmm. this like white privilege narrative it's the last thing they can squeeze out of their marginalized people strategy. Mm. So you think about Brett Kavanaugh, right? Why did they go after him? They were trying to trigger women. Mm-hmm. Like, look at this awful, awful man. The reason they don't highlight Joe Biden doing it is because it's them. They're not going to attack themselves. Yep. They won't deploy that. They the Democratic that Party, their strategy is we're going to target the identity of individuals to attack them at their core emotionally. Mm-hmm. And so naturally, they don't go for white men. 
Now that they're screaming white men, it's because there's literally nothing left. Yeah. There's, there, there's, there's nothing left, right? The, we, 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 I would not uh, be so bold as to say that we've completely defeated racism. Racism exists. It's a yeah. problem. But we've done a really, really great job of pushing it into the gutter. And, yeah. and, and, you know, we have equality under the law, or at least we used to until they started coming back with these, you know, ridiculous laws. Mm-hmm. And we're working, we're working better and better every day. We have at the Supreme Court level, we legalized gay marriage. The Supreme Court just ruled uh, employment protections for gender non-binary and for, for gay people, things like that nationwide. So these things, what do you do after you've won? So, so think about it. The Supreme Court comes out and rules. I bet they were terrified when that happened. I bet they were freaking out. It's funny. A lot of conservatives were like, Roberts has betrayed conservatives. And I'm like, I don't know. I got to be honest. And the Democrats are panicking about this. What are they going to say? Well, we're fighting for your rights. The Supreme Court just affirmed those rights. Uh, well, uh, Brett Kavanaugh is a rapist. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, white people are bad. White men, particularly. Mm-hmm. So how long is that going to last for until people get tired of it and just say, I don't, I don't see I, that? I, it's, it's, it's all about power, Tim. I mean, course, like, really think about it. Really think about it. They're, they're using these narratives in order to control and dictate the culture and the minds of people. I mean, I've experienced racism. You know, like I get DMs from, you know, virtue signaling white people all the time. Literally racist all the time. Like you're a white supremacist. You're this and that you hate black people. Look at your Twitter feed. I'm like, okay. And I'll play their game. Thank you, Mr. Virtue signaling white person and lecturing a person of color about racism. Let me explain something to you. My family, my mom, my little sister, when my little sister was around three, four years old, was physically assaulted by a racist police officer that we lived next to. Right shot my little sister in the face with a high-powered uh, gardening hose Whoa! in the face yeah would threaten my mom call her a, a mexican pig every single day when my mom would be gardening in the front because we lived in a, in a in an all-white neighborhood a very high-end neighborhood we were the only hispanics on the street right um that happened to my little sister that happened to my mom this guy would threaten to kill my dog all the time because we were mexican we were hispanics you know I've experienced racism. I've seen it. I've dealt with it. I've, I, I've, I've had someone look down upon me because of the color of my skin. See, but here's where I separate from BLM and all these SJWs. I don't believe we're living in the 1950s. Right. I don't believe that I'll ever allow myself to become a victim of a racist person that looks down upon me, right? Even though they've done something to my family, I'm not going to live my life allowing someone to have such power over me. I'm not going to be playing this victim every single day of my life. Like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened to my mom. I can't believe this happened to me. Give me money. Give me money. I'm a victim. Put put murals on the wall. Put my name on the floor. And by the way, I think it's a pretty uh, disrespectful thing that, you know, the left gives uh, Black Lives Matter murals um, on streets. Yeah, where cars drive over where them cars and people anyways, garbage. But let me finish. My Sour point milk. is... This is where I defer. I'll never allow myself to become a victim. I'll never allow myself to be powered or literally submitted under another man because of his racism. I myself, as a Hispanic, as a Mexican, as a Spaniard individual, I myself, when it does come to racism, I have to outperform everyone around me. It's kind of like Selena. Did you guys ever see the movie Selena? 
right? Oh man, a long time. Okay, ago. you remember what her dad would say? No, you know, <laughs> because they would go and perform in America. They'd perform in Mexico, and the dad would say, "You have to be more Mexican than the Mexicans, and you have to be more, you know, American than the Americans." It's hard being a Hispanic. <laughs> it's hard being, and it's true, right? Yeah. Because you have to outperform. You have to be as great, the best great version of yourself. And that's more powerful than playing a victim on the streets of America, playing the race card every single day, expecting things, expecting money, expecting people to owe you things. No, be the greatest version of yourself so that every single racist in the world has nothing, has nothing on you, nothing. That's my philosophy. That's how I live my life. And my mom taught me that. There you go, man. This is the natural conclusion of the participation <laughs> trophy generation. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's funny because I remember a long time ago people complained about participation trophies. You get a trophy for just standing there. What's the next step when the pendulum swings? Well, you're getting awarded for doing nothing. So you're, you're, you're basically not good at whatever it is you're supposed to be doing. But we're going to give you things anyway. Mm -hmm. People have learned that victimhood, weakness is prized above strength. We've created, we, 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 used to, we used to be a culture that was too much, in my, in my opinion, uh, prioritizing pure strength. Mm -hmm. And then, you, you know, I, I think there's a happy, happy medium where we're like, well, we got to lean towards merit. You got to be good at what you do. We definitely want to protect people who aren't as good. We don't want people dying in the streets. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But now we're flipped in the other direction. If you're really good at what you do, you're a problem. Mm -hmm. You're privileged. Yeah. You, you know, oh, man. You know, from my perspective, and, and I'll just give a biblical perspective, is I think it's an attack on God's image, you know, because if you take a biblical perspective, you know, men are designed to be men, right? And there's always been an attack on masculinity. Why? Why is it wrong? Why is it evil? Why is it twisted for a man to want to be who he is? We've gotten to the point where that's fine. Listen, if you if you want to say who you are, whatever, you want to live in la-la land, you want to identify as a unicorn, then go. Fine. Go do that. That's fine. But don't force me. Don't force me to, to, have to, 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 to have to live like that and address you the same way. See, that's where I defer because there's always this attack, attack on who we are as people. If I want to be a masculine male, that's okay. That's fine because that's who I am. It's not racist. It's not misogynist. It's not uh, demeaning women. No, it's normal. Why can't I be who I am, Tim? Why can't I be who well, I am well, in 2020? Well, wait, wait, wait. You're okay. Why, you're not, Tim? You're not white. But why can't I be who I am? There's, there are millions of people out there that are like, why can't I be a masculine man? I love going out. I love, you know, getting dirty. Uh, not in a weird sexual way. Uh, some people might. But, you know, I love going out, getting my hands dirty, putting my hands on things, being a man's man. I, that's what I love to do. But now, toxic, but now it's toxic. Why? It's patriarchy. Be because because uh, some, some leftist in a think tank said so because they had some weird statistic in their college or they had some weird upbringing. I don't care. Why you know, can't I just be who I am? You want, you want to know, I, I noticed something, and this I believe this has been actually been proven in several studies, and several other uh, uh, individuals on big YouTubers I know have talked to me about this. You go to the RNC, and what do you typically see? The dudes are all tall, chiseled, rugged, you know. The women are all slim and busty and attractive you go to the dnc and what do you see the guys are all short frumpy overweight and unattractive and the women are overweight as well and that was i was i was reading something about why that is and the general idea that i've come up with 
because because I was reading something about the trend being true. Generally, at you know, the Republicans have a, have a skew slightly towards more attractive, and I uh, whether or not it's true because of one study is is you know not the point. I'll, I will say you know anecdotally, I've I've witnessed this, and I was talking to another person. I don't want to drag them into this, but they're a high profile YouTuber who covers politics who mentioned they noticed this as well, and they're on the left. And so my conclusion is, it's really simple actually. If you're a very you know tall, deep voiced, attractive man, you're gonna get through life easier than a short, weak, you know, out of shape man. And you are going to then think, if I could do it on my own, everyone else can too. Or at least you'll be like, I want to be left alone and succeed on my own because I've done better on my own. Because people are more likely to favor you or help you because you're an attractive, tall, commanding individual. Leadership might be easier, easier for you. In fact, when I used to do fundraising for nonprofits, there were two big factors that, and I'm, I'm just going to say it, it's true. If the dude was tall, he would raise more money than everybody else. And if the woman was just like your, your average, slim, attractive woman, absolutely would raise more money than everybody else. It was very, very obvious. There were things like people like tall guys. Tall guys, you know, are commanding and people take them seriously. So you take an individual like that, more likely to succeed and have an easier go of doing these jobs. They're going to be Republicans talking about individualism and being left alone. Let me survive on my own. You take these other people who are unattractive and out of shape and they struggle so they band together and form collectives mm-hmm. and then vote for collectivism because life isn't easy, you know. And I, and I understand that. But at the same time, I think it, it has to do with what we prize because why like let, whatever. If you're not, you know, like Baron Trump, you know, you're like pushing. Man, he's like six, like, five. Um, yeah, you're going to be like <laughs> seven foot. You're not LeBron James. You're not this like alpha male figure. Like maybe, maybe you're called to just be an honest father. Maybe you just got to... Maybe you're called to be a, a faithful husband. Maybe you're called to be uh, an amazing mom. Like there's like, you know, I think the American dream has been so skewed where it's attached with like a monetary value or right. it's attached with fame. fame. I think it has to do with what our prize is. You know, some people, they prize being an amazing mother, which is fine, you know, and I uphold those it's people great. because we need that right now, especially in the black community. The black community is suffering from father figures. Right now, I would, you know, LeBron James, the dude's a joke, but I think right now we need to uphold, we need to up, uplift um, black male fathers. Um, those people need to be highlighted in the media more than LeBron James right now because the black community doesn't need LeBron James. The black community needs fathers. Well, isn't he a good father, though? I mean, he might be, but he's not. Somebody, his, role, his role in the media is not as such. Kobe was an amazing was father. Yeah, he was right? a great See, father. We need more figures like that. LeBron, you know, look, his message could be whatever he wants, but right now I think people need, they need to focus on what they value the most. And right now it's okay to just be a mother. It's okay to just be a father. It's okay prize something like that because this is, children need that right this now. Is, this is a tough conversation. I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the racial components of saying like the black community needs this. I'm like, no, everybody needs yeah, this. Yeah, everyone, but d- right now the black community, the fatherless right now and the black community is 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 huge it's huge well this, so this 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 is the challenge right if you get specific then you start looking at these statistics then you know what i say i defer to candace owens for instance mm-hmm. because far be it for me to tell her what her community needs yeah. but she's definitely brought this up mm-hmm. and, I, and, and i think kanye west has as well yeah which is why it's so interesting that black lives matter wants to disrupt the nuclear family the nuclear structure family. which which really does help people out a lot it, it, it's tough communist but, manifesto but I'll tell you this, what I, what I think we're seeing right now with a lot of this is we went through a period where we accepted negative rights. 
I have a negative right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, meaning you leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But the left is now starting to assert they have a positive right to life, liberty, and life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which is a really interesting thing. I was talking to a friend of mine who said healthcare is a human right. And I said, how do you have a right to someone else's labor? And he said, because how can you have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness without, you know, healthcare or whatever? And I'm like, bro, you're talking positive rights. You know what that means? Yeah. You have no positive right to things from me. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, and I was saying like, you, we have government programs and services you don't, you have access to, and you have a right to them in the sense that you can apply like everybody else, but they can terminate. That's not a right. You have a right to free speech. Mm-hmm. You can go out and say, for the most part, whatever you want. The way, the way I, I always structure, the way I view this, the way rights are is, for the most part, negative rights. Like, if you were in the middle of the woods by yourself, what can you do? You can freely move around. You can say whatever you want. You can, you can sharpen a stick into a weapon, defend yourself. You can grow food. You can live, and you can be left alone. Yeah. And those are your rights. Anybody who comes and tries to interfere with those, you have a right to defend yourself. But tell me about your positive right to, to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Ain't nobody in the forest going to help you. There's no one there. You're not going to get health care from this. You're going to be on your own. Exactly. So when people say, like, you've got to call me this name, that's a positive assertion towards their identity, mm-hmm. a positive right. You don't have that. Mm-hmm. You have a negative right, meaning you can't, I, you know, you're free to exist as you are, but you can't tell me what I have to do mm-hmm. within reason, right? You know, exactly. we, we have laws to prevent certain things. I think one of the big challenges we're having predict, uh, right now as well is that in these big cities, everybody lives on top of each other. And that's when your rights are gone. Mm-hmm. You know, so where, where we are right now, kind of out in the suburbs, I can be pretty, I can play music way, way late because, you know, it might be a little noisy to a certain degree, but people aren't going to hear me in their homes. Mm-hmm. You live in New York, you can't have a drum kit. I don't, I don't know where in New York, you get a, you just rent a warehouse or something. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you're rich enough to own the building or be on the roof, but any one of these apartments, you can't play music, you can't play drums, you can't sing, neighbors will complain, and you can't cook nasty food. You know what a durian is? Hmm. It's like this uh, East Asian fruit that smells like a rotting corpse. Mm-hmm. And so like you go to Thailand and you walk on the train and there are signs saying no durian because it smells so awful. Apparently it tastes great. Like I, I was told it tastes like a creamy almond almost. But you can't, if you, if you cracked one of these things open in an apartment building in New York, they would revolt. Mm. They'd be banging on your, they, the cops would probably come in looking for the body. That's how bad it is. We need to get more people to be like pioneers. Mm-hmm. Why, why don't we get some people to actually, like, I don't know, go out into the r- a rural area and start building stuff, mm-hmm. you know, just start farming, start building new things. We have such our w- culture. Our culture has been so invaded, right? Our culture is programmed right now to want money, fame, sex, everything, pleasure, right? That makes you valued in life. That makes you valued to our culture, right? Uh, no one values being a good father. No one values, uh, you know, being the best that they could be if you're a mailman or no one values being the best that they could be if you work at a warehouse or anything like there's, there. There's no glory in that. There's no value in that. Like, and I'll put it this way, like, with my career, with where I'm at right now, and the amazing things that God has blessed me to do, they mean nothing if I'm not amazing to my wife, if I don't love my wife, if I, if I beat my wife, if I'm a total uh, just complete jerk to my wife and she's miserable and she, she's a, she, just, she just hates our marriage. What does all this mean? It means nothing. And because my values are different, I would rather be the best husband in the world than a political commentator or what I'm doing right now. Dude, think, think about this. You know, there's that old trope. Nobody ever, no, nobody on their deathbed ever said, I wish I spent more time at the office. You ever hear that? Mm-hmm. 
it's 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 a saying where they're trying to tell you to be there for your family. Mm-hmm. That family is the most important thing. You ever see that movie Click with Adam Sandler? Oh yeah, and it's like it, I cried it, multiple I, times watching I, that movie. Well, but I was upset by it because they took this really fun idea of having a remote control that can control the universe and then turned it into some weird story about weird rules that took his family away from him. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. The point is, the whole movie was like, don't sacrifice your life for a career. Have a family and be there for your kids. Mm-hmm. These people don't have families. Yeah, they don't have kids. Mm-hmm. So they don't have anything to care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, well, that's that's the problem. They could. They don't. They, 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 man, I see these posts. They could. Dude, I was talking to a friend of mine who told me that she got her, her tubes, like, tied and cauterized. Mm-hmm. Like, like t- wow. And I was just like, my, my, my first response, I know this is going to get me, the feminists are going to get so mad at me. <laughs> I said something like four billion years of evolution just came to a grinding halt with you. Four billion generations of successful reproduction stopped at you. And, but she's a good friend of mine. She laughed. Yeah. And she was like, I get it, but you know, th- th- I'm happy. I, this is the choice I made and whatever. And I was just like, it was, it, was, it was meant to be kind of silly. You know, look, you can make jokes like that with your friends. I'm sure a bunch of feminists are screaming. Mm-hmm. But it's true, though. Yep. That's scary. That every single person who came before you successfully had a family. Even that weird little, like, slimy fish thing that had, like, a tiny little nub for arms <laughs> had babies. And those babies had, li- had two nubs. Ooh. And then eventually it was, like, in the, in the shallow parts of the water. And then eventually they had a bunch of babies and some of them were coming up on the water. Mm-hmm. And now here you are, monkeys and all that stuff. And, you know, primates, lemurs, whatever it is. I don't know, whatever. So here, here we are. Tim, I don't know if you remember, but a while ago we were reading research about what people value and what people think other people value. Do you remember the conclusions they found for women? What is it? Women think that followers right. are what's valued. Yeah. But they themselves value having families. Everyone said family. Right. Yep. They they asked everybody, what do you value and what do you, what do other people what do you think other people value? And everyone was like, other people value fame. Mm-hmm. I value family. Yep. Everybody said that. You know, That's and there's, the there's, there's probably so many fathers listening to me right now. Like we don't we need that right now. America needs those kind of figures right now. Like even though you may never be known, even though you may never get a documentary made about you, even though you may never be in the spotlight, the kids that you have been entrusted with, the wife that you've been entrusted with, that's enough. That's enough for you. Let that be enough. You don't need a million dollars. You don't need to be in the spotlight. You need to be where you are right now and being the best version of that right now. And that's that's Look. that's valuable, Tim. Like wh- why who told us that that's not valuable? Like you're only valuable if you're Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie and your marriage only lasts like X amount of years and you have all these kids and now all these kids don't even know who their parents are and now you got another girlfriend and the divorce, it goes on and on and on and on and on and on again and, and, and it just, it's a chain reaction. I think it's more valuable right now to get back to our moral principles, to allow ourselves to have successful lives, not just monetarily. But relationally, even of, of, friendships. You know, you know what's happening is classical liberalism is being called fascism mm-hmm. by the far left. And think about the logical conclusion of everything going on. We are seeing a declining birth rate. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's the, the issue right now. You know, it's really fascinating. I was reading, uh, I read this Pew Research study that said Generation Z is the first generation in like 100 plus years to tick slightly conservative. Mm-hmm. They're still very much like millennials, mm-hmm. like, you know, progressive SAW, but a little bit more conservative, just a little bit on some things. You know why that is? It's not because there was a, re- uh, you know, a, a revelation among many young people where they were like, millennials are dumb. 
It's because in the early 2000s, there was a report produced talking about birth rates that found that liberals have a less than replacement birth rate and conservatives had a marginally above replacement birth rate, Hmm. which meant that 20 years from then, now, young people are more likely to be conservative because conservatives were more likely to have kids. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? Also, too, and I don't I don't have any, you know, studies to back this up, but I just being a young person, right? You know, like growing up, especially like I was around like the punk rock and skateboard scene in SoCal and it was just like there's just always that sense of rebellion in you. Like I wanna rebel against what is mainstream. And I think mainstream is kind of being like this SJW right now. But I think the next generation coming up is kinda of like I don't want to be that. Imagine being. I kind of want to be the opposite, you know, because I just want to be like a a douche and just do it. Could you imagine being (laughs) one of these like eighteen-year-old Gen Z like total conformist pro Biden losers? This is the craziest thing to me, dude. It's like when I was young, I hated both parties. I hated the system. I was like, y'all are dumb. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I'm gonna do my thing. F you. I'm out. Yep. Now I'm seeing these videos. And it's like you get all these Gen Z people being like, orange man, bad. And I'm like, that's so cute of you to copy what the corporations are doing. <laughs> that's like so, so very conformist yeah, of they're you. They're just on Snapchat, TikTok all day. But it's like being propagandized. I, I, you know, and it's, 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 I wouldn't say it's too dissimilar from those that are, that are you know, sycophantic towards Trump. But mm-hmm. there was a really funny post I was reading. I love it when these lefties like to say things like Tim Poole would have been opposed to civil rights if he was alive, alive in the 50s. And you know, it's really funny. Because my family is mixed race. And I'm uh-huh. like, bro, you, you, you don't get to say that. That yep. literally makes no sense. Mm-hmm. I'm totally in favor of all of those things. There was a, a, a story I was reading where like a teacher was talking to these kids. And the, ki- the, the teacher asked the kids, do you think you would have been an abolitionist in the 1800s? And they all said yes. Mm-hmm. And he said, then tell me what it is today that you, that which, which idea you've publicly supported that is unpopular and would get you fired from your jobs or would get you ostracized or banned from the internet. Hmm. And nobody had anything to say. No one. And the point being made was in the 1800s, like early 1800s, abolition was unpopular. And these people were like frowned upon and and, and shunned, but they knew what was right and they Mm -hmm. stood for it and they ultimately won. Mm -hmm. Today, I guess the, the point of the story was that if, if you are just going along with what, – what's, what's the saying? If you ever find yourself on the side of the majority, you need to stop and self-reflect. Who, who was that? Was that Mark Twain or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All of these young people, I'm not surprised by it. They're being told by the machine you know, to conform, be put in this little box, and they just go along with it. And that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Like all the people I know who went to college, I'm like, did you even stop to think for two seconds before you did this? Mm-hmm. No. Now they got 100K in debt. They're demanding everyone else pay for it. I was at uh, when I was in Chicago before Kenosha broke. Um, we were documenting some of the Black Lives Matter uh, rallies, protests in the city. And they specifically had one. We went to a specific one because it was a it was high school occupied, a bunch of high school kids. Right. And they had the media there. ABC was there. They were all there. Um, they were giving speeches on live TV. One of the activists jumps on the mic and she says. Police, Chicago PD are hunting us. This is the word she used. It's all on camera. Like I said last night, go to my Twitter, Lives Matter Show. You can see it. I have nothing to hide. Hunting us. Hunting. Jeez. We're being hunted on live TV. She said this. So the next day, right, I'm walking around downtown Chicago, and uh, I just happened to walk past uh, a group of police officers that were were holding down uh, 
a security checkpoint because the looting, like Elijah told right, you guys, right, right. there's blocks just secured right now. And it was a high-end retail area. And what do I see across the street from the police officers? A group of black women in a high-end retail restaurant laughing, right. enjoying themselves, probably eating a plate that probably cost maybe like $65, not being hunted. Of course. How much of that is happening on a daily basis? What, the lies? When they come out and say something and people believe it. And, but here, here's what I want to point out. There were teenagers, teenagers that were being used to put out this kind of propaganda. And Dude. I think that needs to be highlighted because these are minors. You can easily manipulate their minds. I was talking to a friend of mine, you know, very, very adamant progressive, who was like, you don't understand People are dying every day. And I said, who? What? what? Well, who is dying? Dude, George Floyd, are you paying attention? I, I know, I know. But you said people, more than one person. I'm, I'm, I just didn't know if there was another story of another person. And they're like, well, tons of people have died. Like, the cops are killing people. And I was like, how many? Tons. How many? They're like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Does it matter? And I'm like, I mean, to be, cl- to compl- to be completely honest, you said people are dying every day. I'm just asking for the number. I think one person dying, we should, we should talk about why that happened. Mm-hmm. But sometimes accidents happen. Like, you know, a guy gets in a car accident. We don't immediately say, like, you know, reform all cars, shut down all, you know, accelerators. All cars must go a static 20 miles an hour. That's, mm-hmm. We don't do that. We just say, oh, that was unfortunate. That shouldn't have happened. And sometimes people make mistakes while driving. We say that was their fault, but, you know, it was an accident. You know what I find ridiculous is, you know, because I instantly want to come out and say, well, you know, what about David Dorn, right? His black life, did he matter, right? But a leftist, SJW, whatever, they'll come out and say, it's, we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about police brutality. And I'm just like, wh- why? why? Why just that? Then why? Why, know- just, why just that? If black lives matter, why don't all black lives matter? If black lives matter, then why don't, why doesn't every single black life that is unjustifiably taken blasted in the media? Why? But I know the answer to this question. You know the answer to this question. But I'm saying these things because I know there are people watching that have probably never even thought about that before. Why? Because like I said earlier, it's a political tool in their hand and it only sensationalizes black people getting unjustly shot by police. Because it furthers a particular goal of abolishing the police. Exactly. Of abolishing prisons. And, and that is the only an end result for getting rid of police and prisons is just the deterioration and chaos. There's no, like, so this is the point I was going to say. And to bring in their new regime. There's no, there's not going to be a new regime. I think there would be. They think that, no, it'll be roving bands of, of, you know, idiots with baseball bats and purple hair Mm -hmm. smashing things up. It will not be fun, but there's not going to be a regime. Look at Libya. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's going to be warring factions for a hundred years. And you know, who's going to take over? Do you think it's going to be the SJW, you know, loonies who are, who are crying and, only powerful because they swarm people with their friends? Or do you think it's going to be the commando-like militias and more right-wing ultra-traditionalists ultra who protect their women and the women agree with it? Yeah. They're going to go out. I mean, we, we hear it all the time when we talk about civil war. The right likes to say, look who's got the guns. And I'm like, that's not the case. Okay, let me just put this simply for you. If the far left is gaining a foothold in the government and they're expanding this ideology, and we get this guy, this Antifa guy going on TV claiming he was just defending a person of color and that works, then 
The Civil War won't be about who has the guns. It'll be about who controls the government and the military. Yep. That's the point. Yep. So there will be cars racing to the White House, and it's going to be Biden and Trump both declaring victory, both running up to the Secret Service and going, arrest him. Yep. And the Secret Service is going to go, uh, <laughs> yep. who's going to get arrested? And patriots in the Secret Service, patriots in the military, patriots in the National Guard, patriots in LAPD, police departments, they're all going to have to start making some serious decisions. Who do you There's, serve? Do you serve the Constitution of the United States or do you serve these radical authoritarians? That that's, not, that's, not, that's, that's not correct because the people on the far left think they are serving the Constitution. Mm-hmm. They, they assert that Trump is the one violating the Constitution. But they're not. But they're not what? Violating. That, that, that's, that's not, that's no, not listen, accurate listen. in their heads. That's what they may think sure. and perceive, so, but, but that's that, not what's reality. But it doesn't matter. If they think it, they'll draw a gun and exactly. point, point their bullets mm-hmm. at it. So what's going to happen is you're going to end up with Biden and Trump speeding up, you know, getting out of their cars, mm-hmm. yelling, arrest him. I'm, I'm get, this is an exaggerated, like, you know, fictionalized scenario, dramatized scenario. Mm-hmm. It'll be something to this effect, I guess. And then what's the what's the person going to think? What media do they watch? Mm-hmm. If CNN comes out and says definitive proof Donald Trump cheated and Facebook shuts down Trump's account so Trump can't speak, Biden wins. Hands down, because they're going to be like, the only thing I heard is that Donald Trump is trying to cheat. So we were going to protect Joe Biden. Yep. The narrative will be Donald Trump lost. He doesn't want to leave the White House. Therefore, we have to go in there and forcibly. What did Nancy Pelosi say? Uh, Drag him out or something? No, she used a uh, like bug spray term. What is it when you uh, your house like fumigate fumigate fumigate? Oh, wow. Imagine that. Imagine uh, the Speaker of the House saying, uh, "You know, we might have to fumigate That's not the President of the United States." At all. Hmm. Well, the military, uh, at least some fumigate. military, have said they won't intervene. But I'm I, I don't know what's going to happen. I think I think what's going to happen is you're going to see that in this war game article they wrote. They said alternative media will start spreading lies mm-hmm. defending Trump. That's why that's, that's the game they're going to play. They're setting all of us up. They're, set, they're, they're setting they're, us up. To be the liars. They're setting us up, even though we may be bearers of truth. The propaganda remember what I told you guys last night, and you already know this, is the 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 narrative gets set months, years ahead. Right. That's what all these articles are. So people are already being programmed exactly. to anticipate something. Mail in voting is safe. Right? Ignore They're being all the evidence. To anticipate that this could possibly happen. Oh, we want to be on the right side of history. I don't I, I don't want to be shot or something. I don't want to be a, a, a scene looking like I'm resisting a, a free election. No. This is propaganda and people need to understand this is being set. The stage is being set for the election to be uh in my opinion undermined. Undermined, yeah. Yeah. Let's jump over to Super Chats. Super Chats. We got one from Commander232. Before we read Super Chats, however, make sure... Is that the red Commander? I hope not. Well, the the, the post is red, but this is regular Commander. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe and smash that like button. You can get in your Super Chats if you'd like to, because we will now spend the next, you know, about 25 or 30 minutes reading your Super Chats. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parler at TimCast. And check out my other channels at youtube.com slash TimCast and youtube.com slash TimCastNews. I have too many different channels. And uh, Drew, you want to shout out your socials? Yeah, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, um, that's where I post all my reporting in real time when I can, when it Covering drops, when it Antifa. breaks. Antifa, uh, BLM, everything, everything, okay? Uh, every, all the protest riots, at Lives Matter Show. That's at Lives Matter Show. YouTube, Lives Matter, Facebook, Lives Matter, uh, and Instagram at Lives Matter Official and Parlor. All right. And also you can follow at Sour Patch Lids. Yes, That's can. Sour Patch L Y D S on Twitter and Parlor. Let's read some super chats and see what you guys have to say. Commander two three two says, Hey, I have much respect for your guest. He reminds me 
Reminds me a lot of my friends I served with in the army. And that's the funny thing. We were all, we, we were of all and also mixed races and it didn't matter. We were all brothers and sisters. Both of you keep up the great work. Appreciate it. Whoa. Super awesome. chats. Miss those days. Garrett Reams says populism emerged among Republicans all the way back in 2009 with the Tea Party. After the Obama IRS scandal, Republicans wanted accountability for the crimes and the establishment let it go. The abandonment it w- is what allowed Trump to harness the angst in 2016. Interesting. I, I knew about that when it happened. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't know where, where, where it ultimately went. Matt Stone says, speaking on birth rate and Gen Z ramifications, I always tell friends and people at work one thing when they triumphantly tell me they won't have, oh, thank God, your ideas and values will die with you. I tell people that. I say, look, if you're not going to have kids, that's fine. You don't have to. But then, you know, there will be no one to carry out what you believe in. Yeah. Uh, cultural institutions, I suppose. John Scow says, I got my dad to start listening to you. And now you're one of his favorite commentators. Can you give a shout out to Jeff? That's my dad. Shout out to Jeff. I'm assuming your name is Jeff Scow. I'm, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing your name right. But uh, thanks for thanks for listening. Nathan Peterson says the Portland popper. You know, it's alliterative, but sounds kind of weird. The crazy one says, hey, Tim, what kind of guns you got? I will never tell. I have a bunch. And they're they're long and Mm -hmm. powerful. And I got uh, uh, the the handgun I got. Someone was like, that's going to break your wrist, dude. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? It'll break more than the other direction. (laughs) OG Sin says, just wanted to thank you. I don't have time to dig through all the info you do. Hi, Drew. Hey, appreciate it. Hi. The Buzz CJC says, Drew is my new favorite white supremacist. <laughs> Very good. High honor. There you go. Oh, jeez. Bo Rye uh, says, woot woot. I actually get to catch a show live instead of rewatching it after work. Hey, thanks for coming in. Let's see. Conrad Wright says, Republicans are bashed for not organizing and protesting. But when they do, Proud Boys, they're told it's bad. Thoughts? You know, somebody commented... Because they were like, Tim, you always tell people to organize, but when the protest, you know, Proud Boys are going to go march, you complain. There's a big difference between organizing, doing like digital sit-in, you know, uh, sending out emails, and going into a city that's been wreaked, you know, that's been ravaged by months of riots and somebody was just killed with a large group of people. That's not the same thing. Okay, you want to organize 100%. You want to put together email lists. You want to protest, but you don't want to go into an area where a fight will ensue and they will use that against you. That's very, very different. Keegan Devlin says, come on, man, it wasn't a groping. I am very good at on-the-spot mammograms. If you don't let me squeeze your wife melons, then you ain't against cancer. Oh, no. All righty. I love it. Jack Birch says, love the content, Tim. Keep it the good work. It is great to watch a neutral outlet and have some different opinions heard. Thanks for your friendly neighborhood far-right extremist. Well, you know, people like to say, I, I, I don't say I'm objective. I just say I try to get to the truth and fact check when I can. But I said I'm voting for Trump. Stewboy says, hi, Tim. Can you recommend a book on media manipulation techniques and lies or possibly write one? I can recommend a very great book by Ryan Holiday called Trust Me, I'm Lying. That's the name of the book, right? I think so. I'll yeah. double check that. Yeah, check, pull, pull it up. I do love Ryan Holiday. So uh, Ryan Holiday is a master media manipulator, if not the master. He knows the game. And he's a stoic, which I like about him. It's it's Trust Me, I'm Lying, right? Yeah. Trust Me, I'm Lying. Yep. It's a great... You gotta, he, he's got such amazing stories. I met him when uh, I was at this Google event years ago, and I was giving... Uh, it, it was really, really funny... Because they had all the, they had me, it was like Casey Neistat, Ryan Holiday, some other people were giving a presentation on just like what we did. And it turns out, I, I think we were all high school dropouts, which is really funny. 
But I gave, I saw him give the speech where he explained how he manipulated the media and they just are so easy to manipulate. <laughs> it was brilliant stuff. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. KW says, theory, January 20th, Pelosi will be sworn in as acting president. Trump wins election night. Mail-in votes go to Joe and won't concede. Dragging out election presidency goes to the Speaker of the House. Perhaps. There will, there, look, man, I tell you, if on election night they call it for Trump, and they're like, well, Trump certainly does have a landslide victory. We must wait for mail-in ballots. Then the, the right is going to be like, no way, Trump won. And then when the mail-in ballots come in a week later and they say, actually, Joe Biden won, the left is going to be like, there it is. See, we won. The right's going to say no, and the left's going to say no, and welcome to chaos. Yeah. It's coming. The Price is Right says, request, I hope at some point you cover Sophie. Uh, what is this? Oh, that story, that story. I, I got to be careful about what I, how I read. But there's a story going around that uh, about a little girl being abused, and I'll, I'll, I'll start looking into it. We'll see yeah. what we can find. MPAGS says, uh, hey, Tim, keep up the great work. I was kind of bummed to hear you're moving. was hoping to bump into you guys at a bar one day or, uh, and buy you around. I don't drink, and I don't go to bars, and I just work 16 hours a day. And then after this show, I go to sleep, and then I wake up, and then I work, and then I have about an hour to eat and skate, and then I work again. And then eventually I'm going to die because when you, turn the, when you burn the candle at both ends, you know, it burns out really fast. Cody Bruce says, William Barr has declared Portland an anarchist zone. Has he really? One of many. I believe Trump is setting up areas of domestic terrorism to take down once he gets elected. That's why I'm saying I think you vote for Trump, they will, they will solve this problem. But I do think Trump may have already solved the biggest problem in Portland by deput- having the feds deputize the Oregon State Police. So now the feds can prosecute. I think that solves everything. These people are going to get locked up. And it's done. Blank says, right next to my home, I put up a Trump. I put up Trump 2020 stickers, and someone took it all down and put up their own side, their own their own sign that said "Vote out the Trump virus." So I took down their sign and put the <laughs> stickers back up. Well, sticker war. Sticker war. <laughs> Tiy says, BLM is coming to my town, Fredericksburg, VA tomorrow. Whoa, really? Oof. They have declared this is war. Hands up, fight back. Multiple large. QRF forces are standing by. The third battle of Fredericksburg starts at sundown. God help us. Fredericksburg. Isn't that, isn't that like super close to Harper's Ferry? That's close. That's somewhere in Maryland, I think. No, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Can you, oh, can you yeah, Google yeah. search? Can will, you yeah. Google maps it? Because right. like, you know, what's really funny. You know about the, like the battle of Harper's Ferry, mm-hmm. like civil war. Yeah. yeah. Good, what, could you imagine if like Antifa goes to these historic sites and actually like there is an analog of a civil war <laughs> going on, like some kind of weird thing? Yeah, it's in, down That's there in Virginia. Want. But and is it, it? I don't see a historical. Is it close thing. to Gettysburg or anything? It probably is. It's all over there. Yeah, I guess close is relative. Yeah. Mm. Spankin says, first time I've caused I, I I've caused the podcast live. Caught the podcast live. Here's twenty dollars for making my morning commute better. Hey, appreciate it. Darth Soldier says the Proud Boys shouldn't show up to protest, not because it should give up their rights, but because you never want to disrupt your enemy when they're making mistakes. Boom. True. Excellent point. Well said. Voshts said, mass shooting equals four plus people, people shot. That's slander. I agree. Dinnerman says, I have a question. Violence is wrong for sure. But what happens when guys who are determined adults show, uh, who are determined adults show up? It's bad. But that cop who throws his badge down or, or vets or just, I, I'm losing track of what you're trying to ask. I'm sorry, man. Who are determined adults show up, it's bad. A cop who throws his badge down or vets or just Joe Blow who's tired of it. Speculation, obviously. Not sure what the question was. Sorry, man. Brahm says, I was a skateboarder until I took a bullet to the heart. Yikes. DK says, Facebook also deleted Colleen Noir's breakdown of the Kyle Rittenhouse situation. Keep it the good work. 
a descendant of a rooftop Korean. Wow, really? Are you really, though? That's interesting. Caleb Warden says, continued supporter here. I live in the green, I live in Green Bay where the Antifa crybaby was. The east side of Green Bay, there were, there were unsettling unrest. Question for Tim and Guest. Do you find the irony with Maxwell arrest and traffickers being caught? Do you find the irony with Matt? I don't understand. What's the irony? I have no idea. Sorry, man. Not catching it. I'm sorry. Disconnected question. Brad Matuzak says Facebook is going to bait Trump like like a Nancy in a salon. A four years ago flashback on his timeline. He posts again of a great election day on 2016. And then they got him for posting a victory post. Yep. Dan Watt says make America normal again. 2020. Nice mics and preamps. SM7B is my fave. Great sound. Rock on. That is exactly what these are. Yep. Jim Pina says Trump set out to remove a brain tumor. It will hurt a lot. Absolutely. Agree. Adrian Curry says you are either for America or you are against it at this point. There are only two sides and one side coddles communists. Keep preaching truth. Yeah. Extremists, more importantly. I'll tell you what, man. Like, I don't, if, 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 if there's somebody who's a commie, but they mind their own business and read books, I don't care. If they're, if they're, I, I told this story quite a bit. You know, I met a guy who was a commie in Berkeley and he was giving out books and he said he was opposed to violence and he thought Antifa was bad because they're violent and they go against the true ideals of what communism is supposed to be. And I'm like, good man. You want to be a commie? By all means, you want to preach your ideas and convince people to work with you? I'm, I'm okay with that. But I still would not ever agree or concede to a large vote for communism. You know what I mean? I'd be like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. That, that, that is a serious challenge, though, right? If everybody voted to become a communist country, what do you do? It's peaceful. It's agreement. And you're like, I don't want to live in that country. That's the lie. That's the lie. The lie is it's going to be this peaceful utopia. But it's just But what not. do you do if people peacefully agree to enact communism? I think you just got to leave. Yeah. Or I th- but see, but this is I think this is the big question is like has a nation like America what's the plan to protect ourselves from like a full communist takeover or or fascist fascist you know what's what's any kind of authoritarian whatever what's what's the plan what's the plan what do you do do we result to violence i mean do you what's what steps what do you do i think liberalism is being exploited classical liberalism is being exploited to destroy it to instill authoritarianism Mm -hmm. that's the problem man when you're all about freedom the cheaters got the advantage Mm -hmm. the authoritarians have the advantage yep that's 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 rough not a doctor says bought my first gun today god bless texas gun laws i'm sure it was easy State like Texas, you probably just walk in, you go through the normal background check, and then you're good, right? Dinstar says, our votes aren't going to matter in November. My one vote will be canceled out by hundreds of false votes. Well, make sure you vote. No questions. You go vote. End of story. At least do your diligence. Yeah, seriously. In person. In person. V-Sidious says, the first debate is set for September 29th. Get your popcorn and get ready to watch the fake narratives burst. Oh, it's going to be so good. Chris Wallace. I'm, gl- I'm glad Chris Wallace will, will you know, give, give Joe Biden a smackdown. Yeah. Prometheus says, would you ever have John Lovell or the Warrior Poet Society on? I do not know who they I are. I will look them up. Scott Bloss says, fiance just told me to fall in line with the mob and the political establishment after I said that standing up to them was worth losing everything over to be free. Told her to knock that off or GTFO. Yikes, man. That doesn't sound like it's going to be a good thing. Yikes. I w- you're sleeping I- I'm on the sorry. couch tonight. I mean, not only that. Even though you're right. Well, hold on. I, I, if some, if, if I was in a, in a relationship like that where somebody said, you better do this, mm-hmm. 
Nah. That's not a good place to be. I want you. If you want to get married, you're going to live on your knees for the establishment. I'm going to be like, no, man, I got it. I'll go live in the woods before I do that. This is America. Mm -hmm. We are are descendants of people who got on boats, risked their lives, landed on a shore with nothing, and then built huts and houses and towns. And it's like, man, could you imagine going 3,000 miles away from where you live into the wilderness? Mm -hmm. That takes guts, man. See, but that mentality thinks that you're secure. You know, and I'm speaking to that wife oh, right yeah. now. You you think that you're safe. You're not. You think that, you know, you pretend to side with Black Lives Matter. Or you might honestly side with Black Lives Matter. There were people in Kenosha that did torched. Yep. Their they, buildings, they, their businesses. No one's safe. There's no safety. There's no safety. Because but what you need to realize is to enforce their ideology they have to threaten and cause damage. Yeah. If everyone gets in line and they, they say, okay, now that everyone agrees with us, we're going to stop damaging and destroying things and threatening and hurting people, well, then people stop getting scared of it mm-hmm. and they stop listening. Yep. And then they have to. So what happens is you'll all be on your knees begging for mercy and they'll walk up and be like, well, if the captain doesn't kill somebody, then people think he's gone soft. You, yep. bang. Yep, show your wife North Korea. Yep. They got to make sure the people know who's in charge. Yep. So even if, even if, and you know, I'll tell you this, man, I, I, I was, I have a friend who, who uh, lives in Ukraine and she was telling me during the Soviet Union, if you got into a dispute with your neighbor, you know what they'd do? They'd call the party and say, my neighbor was saying pro-America, pro-capitalism things. They hated, they hated communism. The next day they're gone. The apartment's empty. Yeah. No more dispute. Yep. Off Erased. to the gulag you go. Yeah, to go break rocks. Yep. And then no matter what you say, I don't, I don't, I support it, I support it. They say, I don't care. I don't care. We literally don't care. It's a good excuse for us to make sure everybody knows who's in charge. Yep. They're going to go door to door like that death meme where he knocks on the doors. Mm-hmm. People think they're going to be safe. They're not. Yep. Let's see. Sejong the Great says, classification and government document retention laws prevent such document destruction. Redaction and FOIA request denials are possible, but the fact that the documentation was destroyed is a federal crime itself. Now, that's because Biden is a, you know, he's a, he's a groper, man. He's a creepy, sleepy, creepy Joe, man. Joseph Hen- Henson says, very impressive, but what are your thoughts on CASB 145? Ooh. Weird and yikes, yes. but there's a big, there's, there's, I'm, I have to read more into it. This is basically the bill that they're arguing is for, like, equality, but... Yeah, you're doing yeah, ladies I'm doing, doing air, air quotes. quotes. Sorry, yeah. it's 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 that. it's a bit controversial and hard for me to get into because I don't have any sources pulled up, and I want to be very precise if I do. But my recommendation for people who are looking into SB 145, Google this. You'll see what it's about. Compare that law to the traditional laws pertaining to underage adult activities, and age you will see age of consent yeah. laws. There, there, there is a very strange disparity between what this law does and what the existing law does for heterosexual. Uh, uh, yeah, it's engagements. strangely different. It, well, yeah. so, so, so I, I, this is why I'm saying I got to be very careful because I haven't gone through it and looked at all the sources yet. So. I actually think that's their argument, though, Tim. I think what? their argument is because of the heterosexual laws, we're so kind of, they claim like anti, you know. No, no, gay, that's not what I'm saying. Right? What I'm saying is that the current statutes that I've looked up, and I haven't fact checked this, that's what I'm saying, fact check me, is that people of opposite sexes mm-hmm. who violate age of consent laws within three years have certain protections. Mm-hmm. This new law would increase it for 10 years only if it's a same-sex relationship. Exactly. There's a, there's yeah. a disparity there. Yeah. Now, hold That's on. That's what they claim they want to use to change it for. Well, no, no. Well, th- th- this this is this has not actually been brought up yeah. in these arguments. It's, it's a weird... I, I notice, I'm like, why is there a disparity between these, like, orientation? 
That's why I'm saying that's probably wrong. I'm probably getting something incorrect. You've got to fact check me on this one, and that's why I'm not bringing it up because yeah. I don't have those, those, those articles in front of me. But I've been looking into it. Jonah says, you mentioned someone needs to put together evidence of the left's hypocrisy. Check out his education. That didn't age well. Just two weeks ago, he pointed out the Biden's accusers. Spin that UFO. All right, here you go, man. Just, uh, you know how to use it? Just pull the trigger, right? Hold, hold, it, hold the trigger down and just hold it on the edge of the UFO and the UFO right there. And just uh, let her rip. There we go. Not too much, though, because it'll fly off. But you can do a little bit more than that. It starts to shake. There you go. That's good. You see it's wobbling? Oh, I'm using yeah, the force. Good. I'm using the force on yes. Timcast IRL, guys. <laughs> I see it. All right, that's let's good. see. Dallas Smith says, my friend Chandler was there. He was the other target. Jay did not draw his mace. The first bullet hit the canister, and that's why there is a cloud of mace and not a directional stream. He killed my boy. Man, it's, it's, it's brutal, man. All right, let's see. We read those. Awesome Human says, Drew, you're an incredible person who I love to listen to when, when you speak. I agree that your own worst enemy is yourself. Victimhood is this. You're not a victim. You're an example of what we should strive to be. Absolutely. Trying. R&W says, Tim, there is a meme that compares Republican women to Democrat women. What a difference. Um, yeah. Yep. Phil Watson says, weaponize the durian against Antifa. Good plan. Bo Stoker says, click is based off of the story of golden ball of string with a silver thread. And click was a pretty good adapt- adaptation of the story. Go read the original. It's good. Interesting. Great story. Huh. Bo also says, addition, it's called Peter and the golden thread. Every time he pulled the string, it jumped time. He didn't like being a child and pulled the string, jumped to high school. It's a good story. Very interesting. Fallout, your mom says, hey, Tim, I'm what might be considered eligible for employment. Are you hiring? I would, I would, I think in a couple months we will be, and it's going to be an on-site job. So, uh, you have to be able to move, but we're not there yet. So I'll, I'll mention it when we're there. Brad Vitali says, we need to extract the values that our Judeo-Christian ha- uh, Christian had and explain to everyone in a scientific way how important having a moral center is in, a, in society. Thanks for everything you do, Tim and Lydia. Appreciate it. Thanks. Rhino says, I have had the same conversations with other liberals on that subject of all Black Lives Matter, but, do, but so do other races. Never liked the racial adjective. I get it, too. Yeah, I don't like it either. But I, I understand what they're trying to say. Yeah. And I think it's tough. You want to make sure you don't, you know... When you engage with people, you want to keep the emotions toned down. Otherwise, nobody listens. Yeah. Sealy Star says, Sean Atwood interviewed former Secret Service agent who talked about Biden. Their rule, never leave women, uh, a woman alone with Biden. He also talked about the groping incident. YouTube has since taken that video down. It looks like it looks it, it looks like it, it happened. We don't have exact confirmation of the story itself, but confirmation that something occurred pertaining to Joe Biden and a Secret Service agent who wanted to shove him. So... Matt Stone says, speaking on birthright and Gen Z ramifications, I always tell friends and people, oh, I read, I, I did the, I read that one. Ryan, whoa, just jumped on me. Congratulations. Thank you, uh, YouTube, for doing that. TRM919, thanks for the super chat. The Comrade Gamer say, hey, Tim, although I don't agree with everything that you say, I find that you have a thousand times more integrity than anyone in the mainstream media, so thumbs up on that. I would rather vote in person, but Oregon, Oregon only has mail-in voting. Really? Wow. So it's New Jersey, right? Well, New Jersey is going to have some on-site polling locations. That's crazy to only yeah. have mail-in voting. I'm not, I'm not happy about it. Hey, if you haven't already, make sure you smash that like button and get your Super Chats in because we're getting really close to time. But we're going to read some more. And again, subscribe, notification bell, smash the like button. 
Ellie Wood says people like to try drawing parallels between Trump and Hitler on his rise to power, but they always leave out the two most important points, defunding the police and disarming civilians. And that's the left. And the left are the ones with the power salute going around demanding people salute. So, you know, and the, the left are the ones who are the identitarians. So, yeah. uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm seeing some parallels not yeah. on Trump's side. Yep. Steven Suarez says, Tim, is it possible that with rapid communication through our phones, the acceleration of craziness can also be crushed in uh, crushed in acceleration where uh, were the civil wars you've been in influenced by social media? So uh, let's see. I think the, I think you, I think Egypt was a revolution because they immediately just removed those in power. I don't think it was a war. Ukraine eventually fell to just be like a separatist thing that's still going on. Social media absolutely was uh, it was considered to be a major factor, allowing people to organize in the first place. So, yeah. Hmm. Western Body says, I think the mail-in is going to be a vote early, vote often, Tim. Hmm. Joshua Taylor says, Tim, you're pretty much my go-to news source, and I appreciate how fair you are. I think he was asking you what you thought about how close to 200 kids have been found lately since Ghislaine Maxwell was taken into custody. Oh, that is interesting. Huh. Yeah. Very interesting. Maybe she's spilling the beans. Maybe she is. Ooh, interesting. Glad to hear it. Craig, is. Craig Boylston says, where can I buy that globe? I don't remember. It's a Mova globe. Mova. 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 M-O-V-A. There it is. You can Amazon it. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. It's solar powered. Wow. Yeah. So the light in, you know, in the middle, there's like a little thing and it's floating in water. So it's just like on a magnet that wants to point, and then it just rotates. It's a little yeah, thing. Yeah, it's cool. Yes. All, the, all the flat earthers are now triggered. I know. Yeah. Struggle. <laughs> Sam says, thanks, guys. You're doing God's work. I'm Canadian. Should I start walking towards the North Pole? <laughs> I guess so, man. Maybe you can, you know, find a way to live up in the, in the uh, Yukon Territory or something. Maybe. Brazen 3% Victor says, hey, Tim, been watching since Rogan. It's hunting season here in MI. Almost 4 million hunters in the woods on opening day across Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Indiana. Antifa should take note. We sit in trees all day just <laughs> just to kill something. People should take note about not being violent and letting law enforcement handle things. Citizen 7 says, spin that damn UFO. It hasn't received any love since Adam started doing his own thing. That's a good point. You want to... We just... Well, it is we spinning. We spun it. It's, we'll we'll give, give it a little it, boost. We'll, we'll, we'll give it... Give some, a little boost. We'll give it a little boost. Do it. Tron Killmaster says, I appreciate you not plastering your videos with ads. It's going to be very cathartic to vote for Trump in this election. Well, the truth is I do put ads in my videos, but YouTube times them out so you don't you don't get plastered. So if I literally put an ad every second, you'd still only see the same amount of ads. YouTube doesn't allow people to do that on purpose because nobody likes that. Derek Power says, why does Antifa.com redirect to Biden's website? Because anyone can buy any website and redirect it to any other website. That's just it. Very easy. It's pretty funny, but. Jay Burr says, yo, Tim, you should have Anomaly on the cast. He's a YouTuber that was a formerly Democrat, but he's now a conservative rapper. He shares the ongoing rides in COVID lockdowns and has been censored, fact-checked on. Interesting. I'll we'll take, yeah, we'll take a look mm-hmm. into it. Battle Rattle says the Bolshevik intellectuals and revolutionaries were the first eliminated by the Soviets during the purge then the top military, then the people who did the eliminating. This is the most important thing I bring up when we talk about the communist revolution. Mm-hmm. You know who the first people to get purged are going to be? The woke journalists. Yeah. You know why? Because they're the ones with the voices. Who the fomented influence. the revolution in yep. the first place. Yep. Then the next people, you know who that's going to be? Uh, the Antifa. Antifa, the useful idiots, the kind of yep. paramilitary forces that got them there. Because those are the only people who could stand up to them. Yep. 
So they get rid of all of them and make sure that only drones are in their places. And I think even in the context of America, it would be uh, all the uh, woke celebrities that have massive, yep. massive voices to mm -hmm. change things. These yeah. people think they're safe. They're not. Let's see. Uh, Armour Robertson says, I didn't intend to spend my nights listening to this show, but I just enjoy this too much to not listen. Love from Iceland. Hey, man, really appreciate that. Cheers, man. That's cool. Renyata says, hi, guys. If Trump is reelected, do you think he will take any action to crack down on the fake news media bias or will they self-implode on their own? I don't think he will take any action. I don't think he should take any action. We have a, with the First Amendment, it's very, very, very difficult to actually do anything about it other than libel laws. But we can. There is one thing that can happen. It's not going to be through Trump. It's overturning Times v. Sullivan. That will be interesting, but we'll see how it plays out. Craig Boylston says, the wife and I love your content and watch you daily. Thank you. Appreciate it. Cast1954 says, have you reached out to the Proud Boys and what can be done to try and save election integrity? I have not. And I don't know. Um, no mail-in voting. They changed all the rules the last minute. That seems to make no sense. Yeah. Like, I know we're, we're, we're going to change the rules the last minute and we've, we're just going to lie in the media. That makes sense if you're staging it, rigging it. Yeah. Sure does. Right. Trond Bai says, do you get revenue from YouTube premium? Yes, I do. It is substantially less than all other forms of revenue. But even when videos are demonetized, premium revenue still comes in. So it's kind of cool. Let's see. Wait, what? Monopoly Loser says, thoughts on the Atlantic article claiming Trump called fallen soldiers from World War I losers and suckers back in 2018. I just, I look that I just up. don't believe it. I mean, part of me says I could believe it, but it's going to be like out of context or something. Yeah. You know? He's like talking about a specific like person. Like the McCain from, thing. You right, know, yeah. you're a loser because you got caught type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, Maybe. We'd have whatever, to look at man. it. Anyway, it is past 10, and this is usually the time where we sign off. But before we go, do you want to shout out your uh, your socials? So just, just for those that tuned in yeah, halfway through, just to, to give some uh, context, uh, Mr. Drew Hernandez is a reporter who's been covering a lot of the Antifa, civil unrest, Black Lives Matter stuff on the ground, witnessing it having sources on the inside, infiltrating these groups, speaking with cops. Do you want to just shout out your socials? Yeah, if you guys would like to follow me uh, when I am reporting live, I drop everything on Twitter. So that's at Lives Matter Show. Um, and I do a bunch of posts, uh, man on the street stuff as well on Instagram at Lives Matter Official and YouTube. Uh, just search Lives Matter Drew Hernandez um, and on Facebook as well. And Parlor at Lives Matter Official. Sweet. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at TimCast. I have two other channels where I put up content, content all day because quite literally I have like 16 hours, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, like, like, well, yeah, man, 12, 13 videos yeah, per day. Man. I'm like, how many? Wow, we put it to 12, lot, 13. Yeah. So uh, YouTube.com slash TimCast News, YouTube.com slash TimCast. And of course, this is IRL. We'll be live again tomorrow at 8 p.m. And of course, you can follow at Sour Patch Lids. Sour Patch L-Y-D-S. She's the producer. And tomorrow, Michael Malice. Yes, indeed. Michael Malice is amazing. He's hilarious and he's very smart. So I'm excited that he's going to be coming down. It's going to be an excellent conversation. So we will see you then, but we will have clips up throughout the day on this channel and many others. With that being said, smash the like button, subscribe, notification bell, and we will see you all tomorrow at 8 p.m. live. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.